everyone, and welcome back to IndyCar Weekly. I am IndyStar Motorsports Insider Jim Aiello, and I am joined, as always, by my podcast partner, IndyCar driver Connor Daly, who let me down in a big way last week, uh, told me to pick Alexander Rossi. I had already picked Scott Dixon. I changed my mind and went oh. with you, and you just, you let, yeah, it was big. You were, yeah, that was you were heating up recently, so I yeah. figured I'd go with you, and then you, and then And yeah. I felt good about it, too, and, and it was, that was a shame. Um, <laughs> I know you felt heartbroken that you really you, hurt me. But you yeah. can't always win in a, in a gambling situation. <laughs> Situation, you know what I mean, but but I do, I do feel like again we shouldn't be surprised by two Ganassi cars doing well. Like, yep. Like again, not not like a not like a surprise winner at all. <laughs> no. Um, no, Scott tends yeah. to be pretty good at Mid Ohio. This is number six for him, so he's pretty good there. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, I think we were trying to figure out in the in the press box like who else has won. I think it's Long... Alonso Jr.'s got six at Long Beach, and I'm pretty sure yeah. Michael Andretti has seven at Toronto. Oh, really? I think that's it. Wow, that's a lot. I think that's it, though. I mean, six at one race is just silly. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a shame sort of how... Uh, you know, th- that race is so interesting because normally the trend is now no yellows, right? Like like two years just, in a row now, right? We're just going for it. Like, yep. I remember the first race I did there, I was like, man, I thought, this is hard. Like, where are the yellows? You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's just, you know, that's the way it is. So, um, you know, it's a track that has room for, you know, if you, if there's something happens, you know, you've got the grass yeah. you can use people, people, when people go off at mid Ohio, you have, you know, 7,000 miles of, of dirt or, or grass to use to try and you know, to try and get yourself sorted. So, um, so yeah, it was really interesting. I thought, uh, Felix really should have won the race. Obviously. Um, you know, I, I, I think that whole last lap battle was, was awesome. Um, but man, like, that's that's one of those things that I think if the shoe was on the other foot, like if Dixon was the one who got <laughs> chopped like that, yeah, he'd be p- there would be some chip. I think chip chip is chip obviously looks like I heard his radio interview in the middle of the race on yeah. the IMS radio network. And he's like, yeah, I have no idea what goes on with the ten car. I'm just here on the nine, and I was like, that's. I feel like you should. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's, both of those are your team you cars. You own both so those cars, like, Chip. I was like, those are both of your cars. I mean, <laughs> and and after hearing, you know, Sage Karam kind of talked to me a little bit about how the Ganassi world was. And it's certain, you know, they certainly obviously run the most, one of the most successful teams in the history of the sport. Of course. But it's obviously, you know, Chip, Chip is Dixon's guy, right? Like that's, you know, those guys are a team. And, and uh, yeah, I just, I just would have, I wanted to reverse the, the thought there for a second i was like oh what if that was dixon who sort of went down the inside there yeah i <laughs> got think a little a little fender rub felix you know? was like yeah i got a credit chip for saying let us go and i'm like yeah maybe maybe he yeah. did because i think he also got that reminder over the radio it's like hey go after him yeah but, like twice yeah yeah but make sure yeah. you know he's your teammate and he's in the championship and also you know all the above which yeah. you have to do right no you gotta any be team would have done that but like it, you know it was just it was very interesting i think felix as a good team man, oh my I think gosh. he obviously did. As he said the right things, he could have been way more angry. I like, think so too. Me. I he thought he could have been yeah. furious because I would have been. Um, <laughs> well, that but, was waiting uh, for his first win. Yeah, I mean that's your first win, and Dixon's got a million. So you know, well, <laughs> well and Scott after the race was like, "I have to apologize to Felix. I threw a bunch of stuff at him that I don't yeah. know." And like, I mean, he immediately was like, "Yeah, I know. I probably didn't race the cleanest because my car yes. was falling apart underneath me." Exactly, and and again, I I obviously am in a you know sensitive position. I can't necessarily <laughs> trash anyone or throw anyone. No, no. Us. I think Scott knows but what he did. Int- yeah, I mean, but it was interesting. I mean. Again, you're racing against Scott Dixon for the win, so that's going to be uh, a difficult challenge. And and you know what? They're teammates. So I, I think 
had it have been another team car, they would have fired Dixon off for <laughs> sure. Like, had it have been Power or had it have been Ryan, yeah, for sure they would have fired him off. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is. I you know Ryan snuck on the podium there, which is awesome. Yeah, for the team, uh, he needed that uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised about how Will Power drop about drop back as far as he did. I mean, well. They're, they're well, on the wrong strategy. I mean, it's what yeah. happened. I talked to Alex after the race, yeah. and he goes, oh, yeah, two-stop was the wrong way to go. Yeah, and, and, and again, that, that is the difficult part of Mid-Ohio. There's these all these strategies working out, and you can you can run two different ones, which is why the length of the race is actually really interesting because I think that sort of it gives you the option of yeah, you two can do, different strategies, right, sure. which, is, which is great. However... St- one works and one doesn't. Yeah. And that's <laughs> so. well that's what everybody last year, if we guys if you guys remember that everybody last year was like three stops has to be three stops. That's yeah. what it's gonna be. And Alex beat everybody on a two stopper. Yeah, exactly. So and you that, know and so that I think they tried it again and then I, Alex was making me laugh after the race. He goes, I was running we were twenty laps in and he goes, and I see Joseph peel off and I'm like, Hell yes, that's the wrong thing to do. And he goes, Five laps later, I was like, Oh my god, Will, yes. Will and I are in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> so that yeah, wild. I mean <laughs> yeah, I mean, poor I mean Alex again though. You know he's he's not finishing worse than the top five. No. The guys, the guys in the hunt. Um, oh yeah, we got crazy championship those, stuff now. I mean, it is. It does seem like we go through now every race, and uh, you know, oddly enough, all of the top like three championship guys are always in the top five. Yeah, like, we like we we understand that, that that's going to happen. Yep. That's 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 what happens when you're b- battling for a championship. But then of course Joseph had like you know. That was a big. That was a big. Moment. It was a big moment. Big uh, we, moment. We're gonna get into that, but I want to go back yeah. on Felix a little bit here because I I, I want to talk about the lap traffic thing because that was a big deal and yes, because I it was. I think when you say Felix should have won, um, there's two reasons why. Is one if he was attacking a non teammate, he probably would have gotten him. And two, yes. if there wasn't, if he wasn't dealing with lap traffic, he probably would have got him. I talked to Mike Hole yeah. afterward. He calls obviously calls the strategy for Scott and said oh, there's no doubt in his mind. Felix would have got Scott if there wasn't so much lap traffic. And, yeah. and Scott did a pretty good job of trying to use that lap tra- traffic to his advantage. Oh, for sure. Got in front of smart. him and then kind of slowed up and stacked yeah. everything up and messed with Felix. But yeah, I mean, can you talk to us about a little bit what you saw at the end there and what Felix was dealing with in terms of trying to get around those guys? Well, to see, the the problem is, uh, like, there's no yellows, right? So no matter what, you're going to catch people, right? We had we had 12 cars, finish, 13 cars finish on the lead lap. And, and that's, yep. you know, on a race and there's no yellows, that's, of course, going to happen. Um, but like every, everyone is fighting for the race, right? Like this is, it, you know, once you get to 14th, your race isn't over, right? Like no, there, yeah. there's anything can happen. And, and I, and I know both sides of the argument cause I've been on both sides, right? I've been, I've been a lap car. Absolutely. Uh, and I've been a car that's not been a lap down and that's been asking for people to move out of my way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's just, that's just the nature of racing. There's, there's no right answer to that. Like Felix put, put that poll on twitter like there's no right answer to that because like what if you're in the same position like everyone is going to be in that position yep. whether you're in a ganassi car or not like yeah. someone like dixon was 48 laps down in iowa yeah. right? and everyone was <laughs> wanting him to move out of, out of our felix way. been lap traffic before this it's year felix has been as well but yep. like you know it's it's just different so i i think Right now, I think race control does what they can do. I think that the right now the rule is until you're a lap down to the whole field, like the command blue flag isn't in effect. So, okay. like, at least I think that is what it is. But, like, it's just not – like, also, Dixon was going slower than the lap cars. So, like, what do you do there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Dixon was so slow that he was holding up that whole group. Was he three so, seconds behind Felix, I think, at the end? I mean, yeah. on, on per lap, I mean? Yeah, it yeah, was I mean, very, it was very really slow. slow. So, again – 
what do you expect those guys to do? Because you're talking about potentially getting in the money, right? If you're if you're P12, you're in the prize money of of an actual race, okay. right? So like that's you know that's not too far ahead of where those guys were. No, um, and 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 that's you know sometimes that's what it takes. I mean, even if you know even if you're you're Max or or Marco. Um, or even RC. I mean, that was RC's first race in a million years, so he's going to want every single position, right? So that's it, it's hard to say that you know once those guys are at a certain point, they have to give up because okay. that's never going to happen, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it, it is a challenge for sure. I, and I and there is no right answer, and someone's going to be upset every single time. But this is racing. It's not like you know, it's not teddy bear wrestling where everyone's happy at the end. <laughs> What is I mean? What is the mentality? Again, you've you've been on both sides of this. So, what is your mentality as a lap car when somebody says get get out of the way? I mean, like, how, what is that? What is it like your first instinct on that kind of a thing? I mean, I get it, right? You, you like do, I, in the car, I'm I'm clearly obviously not going to be not having a great day. Okay, right? or, yeah. Or there's it's it's not going to be going well. And I mean, we've seen you know Graham waving his hands at me and shouting at me on the radio, you know, Barber, and like yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. But like, I've also been in a position where like. I saw Graham block Joseph like crazy at Iowa trying to keep the leader behind him. And yeah. it's like, but that's what we got to do. Yeah. Like that's, that's because you get a yellow, you're back in the game. Graham finished seventh, right? Cause he kept the leader behind him for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where um, there, I, I don't like, I mean, you're in an uncomfortable position if you're the lap car, right? Yeah. But right. I, I think nowadays more than ever, there's, there's a, I at least have a, a a good idea of what I plan to do. Like if I'm on a road course, obviously I haven't. Ovals are much easier to let people, people buy because yeah, like yeah. it can happen so quick. But uh, but yeah, on a road course, I mean, I think there's some guys like like Marco's usually pretty good about it, and he was obviously in that fight. Yeah, but like he wanted to fight for positions, but normally he's really good with like getting the leader you know in front of him, and um, and I, I'd say I would be as well. Um, but uh, but yeah. I, I'm sort of on the fence because there's no right answer. Okay. So no, I, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and as Felix should be, he's frustrated with it, well, right? Yeah. Because that's you know that kept him from his winning. First win. Yeah. Um. But I'm sure Scott's like, thank you so much, everyone, for being in the race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and again, I think Scott. I mean, well, I mean we're talking about a championship at this point. Scott needs the extra what eight? Not what do you get? Twelve more points than than Felix got on that one? Like, yeah. Scott needs him. There's yeah. just no, there's no, Felix doesn't, I know Felix is fighting for the rookie of the year and he's fighting for championship position and all yeah. that stuff, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Those, those things don't matter. The thing that Felix, I mean, the, the rookie battle is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Felix is obviously, you know, he hasn't had the greatest of times on ovals, right? So he's trying to like sneak in as many points as he can before we go to these two ovals these two. in a row, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I think Felix will be very good at Portland and I think he's going to be very good at Laguna. Okay. Those are permanent road courses. Those have obviously been his strength so far this year. Um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting. I think um, I'm trying to. I'm looking up where he is just to make sure I have. He's twelfth right. in point, or no? Not, Felix is ninth in points. Ninth in yeah. points, and yeah, he's so that's good. Yeah, and, and he's, he's leading, the, leading the rookies. Leading the rookies. So you know he's he's doing his job. Obviously, I'm, he's going to get better and better. We all know that. I think he's a really good driver. Um, but uh, but yeah, tough to see that happening. Although it was a great race to watch at the end, especially when like him and Will Power went like side by side for like five corners. Oh, they were great. I don't know if many people saw that. We did. Was, we saw it on TV. Yeah, we did. It got and they. I think great. there was a P made a pass of Will. I think in a place where people don't normally make passes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was impressive. And he also not to, we're getting on Will. Will and Scott had a pretty good fight in the middle of yes. the race. Those three guys because I, I think he was you know it was uh, red tires versus black tires on yeah. that one. It was cool. It was a cool fight. Yeah, it was good to see. You know, it was good to see a variance in the tires. Obviously, because yeah. again. 
tires are like tires are going to be the only thing that's going to create racing at Laguna Seca, right? Like Laguna Seca is going to be a really <laughs> difficult race, yeah. like for overtaking, unless the tires create that situation where you know Dixon is potentially three seconds slower than the guys chasing him. You yep. know what I mean? So I, I I like that you know there there was that Firestone did a great job, obviously, um, but yeah, very very interesting day for the championship overall, and like again not a lot of surprises i guess you know what i mean there wasn't like a you know no one snuck up front that hasn't been up front for a while you know what i mean other than ryan i mean ryan hasn't been on the podium in a while he has no podiums this year which yeah. is weird i mean and so that was that was really good for that group of guys obviously i know you know they're super talented over there um but yeah rossi's still in the fight yep. simon i mean heck even simon's right there he's right there he's in between um, scott and, and yeah and, and yeah and um uh, Spencer has had a good awesome. run of races, obviously, which is nice. Two Spencer's in a row. Had, you know, yep. Spencer knows he's in a contract year, obviously. Um, and, you know, Colton's been consistent. So everyone, you know, everyone sort of did their job, right? Jack Harvey did a great job again. Tenth, I picked him in Fantasy IndyCar. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> um, but <laughs> they, again, they rolled off the, the trucks pretty strong, yeah, I thought. Yeah, exactly. And, and, the, and the, the problem, I, I actually hate races with no yellows because, like, it is a shame because once you're like stuck in a strategy, it really does take a lot to like move your way forward. Like mid Ohio, like I think there are not there have not been many races other than like 2016 where I like started last and finished sixth. But that was again, yeah, because of a yellow, because of a strategy that we made work. But like anytime it's been green, you're like busting your butt, and you're like, well, we started 12, finished 10th today. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it's great. You know what I mean? Well, I'm looking at it. Top 10 of the top 10 eight guys started in the top 10 exactly like there's not yeah. a ton of shuffling yes, going so on not a lot and, was happening and that would have been nine if joseph and we'll get there in a second yeah, um yeah. If, if joseph had his little incident but um actually let's just get there now why, yeah why not uh that was wild move uh that's not a joseph type move yeah yeah what happened because I, I, mean, I don't know right <laughs> ryan ryan was like I I, over, yeah. baffled by it he's yeah. like I, you mean you're going for, you head fourth yeah you're going for third i get you want the podium it sounds and he was better. ahead of rossi i know yeah i don't get it yeah, that was a, you know, this this sport, I think a lot of us are like, well, why did he do that? And it's like, well, because guess what? When you're, it doesn't matter who you are. I, I mean, there are, you know, there are drivers that are so good, like Dixon, right? We're like, how did Dixon crash at Toronto, you know, yeah. or Detroit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, right. because we're all working really hard. Like, they're, everyone's <laughs> out there, like, their brain is at absolute maximum, right? Like, you're, you're, you're thinking what, you don't want to be beaten by any of anyone, right? right? Right. So, like, these things will happen, but obviously, very rare when you're fighting for a championship. And that is not like Joseph's move. You know what I mean? Joseph's always like pretty, you know, yeah, yeah. pretty smart. Doesn't yep. really do anything that's you know crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I think it goes to show you how you know how much every position really matters for this championship. And I think you know, in three races time or four races time, you know, we're gonna we're gonna look back at oh, this yeah. moment and be like, ooh, old buddy was beached in the sand there for <laughs> for a little while, and that was a championship. He so. he was about like I, I mean, everybody talked about how upset he was after qualifying at Iowa. Yeah, he was more upset <laughs> after yeah. after this. It's a good thing he has someone running his social media because because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was gonna post anything very peachy after that one. So I mean, I, I talk, we talked to him afterward. Pretty much what I can tell you guys, he said. I wrote a story about it, but essentially what he said was, I, I you know. His first instinct is when you're a race car driver and you see an opening, your instinct yes. is to go. A big Senna quote, yeah. Yeah, and that's what he's yeah. going to do. And so you get that. But I, he was trying the over-under move, which, by the way, he's been fantastic at yeah, executing at Mid-Ohio. Yes. And uh, they actually, you know, IndyCar.com had some cool replays of that from past years of him yeah. doing that. And so he tried that on Ryan. But as Ryan was saying, he was coming through the apex of that turn was going to have to come back. Yes. Like there was never going to yeah, be was... a moment where Joseph was going to have that opening. And also the problem was that when when – 
when Joseph first contacted Ryan, it locked his steering into place. So he was going to spin. So I don't know if you noticed that, but like no, when he didn't. touched Dixon, it locked the wheel right. So like he was, because like we don't have power steering, right? So right. if you hit the wheel a certain way, you lose the wheel, your hand, you lose. So like when he, when he went and touched Dixon, it like hammered the wheel right and the right front was locked immediately. So it was going to roll him into a spin. Yeah. So like that was, that was really tough in general. Like yeah. sometimes you can get away with that. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, rub wheels, correct, come back. Going, yeah. But yeah. like. But that, like, I think it knocked the wheel out of his hands. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's tough, obviously. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I don't really understand it. I don't think Ryan understands it, obviously. But Ryan is a very hard man to pass. So, like, is I, he? I, I don't think, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. Ryan is, Ryan is a, a brick wall. Um, <laughs> okay. But, like, but that's, I feel like Joseph would have known that maybe because like that's yeah. But anyway, heat of the moment, really. It's that's what it feels like. It feels like great, a heat of the moment great, decision. Like, great for Alex's championship and the Andretti team. You know oh, what I mean, man. like I was like, there's and no way Ryan's gonna let Joseph buy. No there's chance. Not a chance. Well, okay. So I, I gotta tell you, we talked to Alex and Scott. Scott, for one, was like, I was stunned when I heard about yeah, it because it was obviously behind away. him. And he was like, I, Joseph doesn't do that kind of thing. And we'll talk about Joseph's bounce back from mistakes in big ways before. Um, Again, yeah. Like I don't know if you remember Watkins Glen a couple of years ago when he got into the pit lane crash, and everyone yes. was like, "Oh, you opened the door for Scott. It's going to be a big deal." And then he destroyed him at Sonoma. Yes. It was like yeah. so. Joseph has a way of kind of rebounding from these things. Scott kind of oh, allu- sure. alluded to it and said, "Like a fired up He's Joseph's not not out, yeah. good for anybody else." Yeah. So, but no, the funny thing about Alex was I got a chance to talk to him afterward, and you're like, "This is pretty good for you." And Alex was trying hard not to like smile, but then yeah. also going like, "Yeah." It was pretty nice when I drove by that blue and white car in the gravel oh, on the way through. I yeah. think he was he was the pretty excited dream about of. exactly. So I mean, I mean, we're talking about fourth to fourteenth for Joseph. Yeah, that's I mean, seventeen, eighteen points in difference. That's huge. That is big. That's a big, big move. So that yeah, it's not awesome. And so for a guy like Alexander Rossi, who did not maybe have, I don't know, he had a pretty good car. I don't know if he was on the right strategy. Good car, tough day. Yeah, I mean, obviously Alex was on two stops. So was Dixon. Dixon won the race. Obviously Dixon, you know. Got pretty lucky there, and he did a good job doing his, you know, doing his Dixon driving, you know, skills. Um, but yeah, I, they, I think Alex had to pit. Alex at one stint, Alex had to pit, and there was like, why did he pit so early? You know what I mean? So we that are, was, yeah, that made it tough. So I have a question for you um, on the two stopper thing because yes. so once Alex realized it wasn't going to work, why can't you switch to three? And I asked this because Felix did it. Like I was talking yeah. to Michael afterward, and Mike was like, he was on two. Wasn't making the fuel mileage and decided to switch to three, and it obviously ended up working out fine yeah. for him. So why, why couldn't Alex have tried something like that? Well, because you can't see the future. Okay, <laughs> but but Ganassi, I mean, or or you just like, yeah, I mean, Scott was that's a gamble. Like, okay, you, you do that as a gamble because, because you're not it's making always a gamble because, because you're not making fuel mileage. Exactly. Felix wasn't. Yeah, and so Alex was, and they were Alex like probably was, okay. and they thought, you know, realistically, Alex is potentially. <laughs> Five seconds from making it work. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Five seconds. That's it. You know. Yeah. You're power right. or no. Yeah. He, he was, you know, ten, he was 10 seconds behind the leader, right? So you're potentially five, six seconds from being on the podium, right? Which okay. is which is a great day. Yeah. And, you know, he started second, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, so it's it's very small margins. And, like, that's that's what you're dealing with. Okay. And I think once you're, once you're committed to that, there's more potential for it to go wrong by saying, all right, yeah, we're going to do a third stop and then boom, you get a yellow and you're like, oh, well shoot. It's over in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what would happen to Felix. So if a yellow that's would come out, he, he, he would have been done. Very done. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's, that's the, the potential of going good or bad. So, so I mean, it's, it's gotta be pretty rare though, that 
a team ends up going two different strategies like that and finishing one, one two. two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't. I mean, we don't see teams finish one two almost ever anyway. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I mean, when was the last time the nine and the ten car finished one two? Oh, I think if somebody, <laughs> I, I swear, I the saw nineties, two thousand. I, I, yeah. I think, I think two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. I, yeah. I honestly, I think that's when the last time. But I, I got to look it up. But it's crazy. It doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, that that's uh, that's a wild move. I mean. I think we've. I think everyone's been waiting for that ten car to get you know someone else in it. Like when it was you know when it was the strong powerhouse nine and ten that yeah, used to be in the Scott, kind of target yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now they've definitely got something like that, which is really cool. Yeah, you think? I was to say. I mean, you've been on the Felix, you know, on the back yeah, end of the band. Like, you, you've been. Yeah. You've been. A, yeah, I was just. You've been kind of driving the, the bus yeah. for him. I think. You, you think this is going to be a long term solution for Ganassi? Well. I, Potentially, yeah. I mean, obviously, Chip didn't seem too too thrilled about it in the middle of the race, <laughs> but but yeah, I think you know Chip likes winners, right? So yeah. that's that's a big hashtag. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've heard so it. I've as heard soon that as once. Felix yeah. wins, yes, he'll be he'll be a, Chip will be a fan of him. But um, but yeah, I think those guys are obviously super loyal to him. Felix, so far, everyone seems to be really uh, you know really working well. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of these teams right now. You know, they're for some reason looking outside of the you know North American ladder system yeah. of drivers. Yeah, uh, we know we see interest in, in foreigners all the time, um, which you know which makes sense. You know, people need a job, but uh, but it is you know it is interesting that like we're we sometimes ignore some of the people that are right in front of us. Well, do you think it's part of, you know, part of racing, I guess. Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, we haven't gotten into the silly season talk yet. We will with some of the Twitter questions you guys sent in, but um, do you think guys like Oliver Askew and, and those guys in Indy Lights are going to have a hard time finding it? I mean, obviously, if you yeah, win the championship, I, it'll be different, but yeah. do you think those guys will have a hard time finding rides? Just because you said there's... I we, think it is tough. We've seen, we've seen, if you look at the guys being tested right now, um, Felipe Nasser, um, so I'm trying to think who's... Uh, yeah, some other, Alex Palou. Yeah, Palou, that's what yeah, I was trying to think so of. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Like, I knew who he was from like GP2 or GP3, but like... Why? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I get it, right? Everyone needs to go somewhere, and IndyCar is a huge goal. But um, and obviously, those those tests are paid for, right? Like they're sure. like they're they are a a purchased thing, right? And and probably not for Felipe, obviously, because he's you know the the the, the Schmidt guys, I think, are are obviously interested in doing that. And you get a test day, you get an extra test day by running a driver that's new. So exactly. that's so, I know there's a tw- Twitter question about that, but like. All these new drivers that are being tested, you you actually do get the benefit of that from that, the team. That's like, why they're doing it. I that's, mean, that's why, why Askew's yeah. getting tested and VK's getting, getting tested. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All these young guys or or people that have not been in IndyCar, you get an extra test day. So understandable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I think you know we we have to continue to make our ladder system look more appealing. Okay. And we're not going to do that if like we just keep looking elsewhere. I kept, and, and you know what? It, it does make sense. There's nine cars in Indy Lights. Like I wouldn't be too thrilled if I won that championship either. You know what I mean? Like it's like, hey, well, I beat Dalton Kellett and seven other guys. You know well, I mean, mean, if you look at I mean, uh, Pato Awards super license issue, it, a lot of it yeah. cropped up because he didn't beat enough guys in Indy Lights. Yeah, he wasn't getting the proper exactly. points because there wasn't enough people in the series. Yeah. Um, so that 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 you know, there's obviously more problems, you know, that that then we can fix overnight, right? right we say we'll do it right now. We'll just but, fix you and uh, I. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously Askew's done a good job, but yeah. I, I, I think that I, I do think like when when the series was Colton and Patricio, I do think the the level was a little bit higher, okay, um, than it is right now. So I, I, you know, I think Oliver's done a great job, but but to go from a nine car Indy Lights battle to IndyCar, unless I mean, again. Unless you're Colton, then you can slot in with you know one of the best teams in the sport, Andretti. You know it's going to be tough to tough to really show what you can do. And yeah. like 
you, I don't want to see another Kyle Kaiser or, or another Indy Lights champion who doesn't really get a fair shot at it because these the teams aren't willing to get behind rookies still. No, no one is really willing to get behind rookies except for Colton because Colton, well, Colton had the support system in place, yeah. right? That, that's what you need to have. Yeah. And as soon as he got in, did the job. Yeah. So like, boom, there you go. But like, there are going to be other rookies like that if 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 they get a shot, right? But it's 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 tough to do that when we can't. When people aren't really willing to, you know, try and get entirely behind us, so, even even, even even the champion like like Pato, I mean, didn't necessarily yeah. like. I know he had the Harding thing go wrong, but he didn't necessarily find a lot of suitors well, right I, away. Well, I mean, he had a deal with Andretti that he turned down, so That's, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to give Pato any credit. Okay, because that I mean, anyone who turns down an eight race deal or whatever with Andretti, dumbest thing you could have possibly ever done because that team is so good. I like, don't, yeah, I, yeah. It's that so that. I don't care about him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I like him. Nice guy. Yeah. But like, not not a great decision. Not no, a great decision. He and, seems like it might work out. He's doing. He's in Super Formula now. Yeah. I was talking to Trevor over the weekend. He seems to think Pato will probably make his way back to IndyCar at one point. Yeah, and uh, and I hope so. You know, I hope I hope that he's you know he's got the support to come back. And you know, we obviously could use like obviously you know a Mexican driver huge be big. for the series, yeah. and especially if we go back to South America, you know, eventually, which would be great. He's a talented guy too. I mean, he did some good things yeah, in the Carlin Car. Sure. Yeah, qualified, I think, yeah. qualified in the top ten at Detroit oh, twice. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. There's some there's some good things there for there's sure. There's no doubt he's very talented. So. But yeah, I just I, I think there's 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 an interesting, you know, it's it's an interesting for the series, uh, an interesting place for the series to be in, right? Yeah, because like there are these new drivers, like people testing and all this stuff, but like well, there are no open seats. <laughs> like, no, there's not a lot. Like of- not really open seats. So like everyone thinks silly season's over, but then there are some drivers who might literally just be replaced because yeah. like it's a one year deal. That's and, like yeah, silly season is not over until everyone is signed for next year. So and there's a lot of guys on one year deals. Like and there's exactly a lot of guys on one year deals. There's a lot of guys that, um, you know, there are a lot of people out there. I'm sure with you know with a little bit of extra cash. Yep. Um, and and that's all it takes. So, yep. You know, if 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 something's not working and you're like, well, we could use a little bit of a new face and then potentially a bonus of two to five million dollars, then there you go. I have I have a little trivia game for you here. Okay. I want to do the ten the ten car trivia. Ten car trivia. Okay. I want you to guess where. After 13 races, Ed Jones was as a 10 car, and then where Tony, and where Tony Kanaan was in the 10 car in his final year there at Canassia, 2017. In points? In points. Well, I to- total points, not not where he's ranked. Total points. Oh, so you, you know I that- know total po- I've never known total points. Well, Let's just say rank. But we're ranked? Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, because like, I don't know how many, I have no idea how many okay. points it takes to win a championship. I, I, that's fair. All right. Yeah. Wait, all right. Felix Rosenquist right now is ninth with 296 points. Where yes. do you think after, again, we're doing after- uh, Mid Ohio last year, where Ed Jones? Where was Ed Jones? Fifteenth. Uh, he was thirteenth. Okay, with two hundred and thirty-nine points. So he Got was it. about sixty, 60 back. points back. Yeah, and again, and at, right around Texas, I was talking to Felix, and they were right about even him yeah. and Ed. So he's had some. Felix has had some good. He's gotten yeah. better, and and is having yep. better results. All right, because he is better than Ed Jones. <laughs> <laughs> There's just facts. You, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. That's okay. all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I gotta stay out of that. Yeah. What? Um, where do you think Tony Kanaan was? At twenty seventeen. Um, in the twenty seventeen, he was in the ten car. Am I right? Yeah. This is isn't that the last year he was with Ganassi? I don't know. Was it? Jeez. Oh, hold on. Let me pull it Maybe. up. Yeah. Yeah. Last year with Ganassi, I got it. Uh, right. I'm gonna say he was no better than thirteenth. I think you'd be ninth. Okay. Also where Felix is, and also with more points at three hundred and twenty. All right. Well, there you go. So Tony actually had a better year, I think, in the ten car than people remember. That's all I'm yeah, gonna say. Tony's always like Tony. You know, Tony's a He's like a locomotive. He just keeps on trucking. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, he just he keeps on pedaling those feet. 
And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, I, I expected a little more out of Tony and Lace this week. I thought they tested there. I thought they I were. Didn't. Pre- you didn't? No. <laughs> Poor guys. I thought they were going to be better there. For him. I uh, uh, just. Yeah, but like again, thought, it's the same thing. We go back to yeah. technical direction. Yeah. Because they, you trip over something in Iowa, have a top ten day. Great. You cannot repeat it. Like they, they, they clearly. Yeah. Like need someone who's going to technically say, "Hey, we're going to take these two things that we learned from this track and bring them to this track," and then we're like, "The drivers have to lead that." Like it doesn't matter if you have the best engineering brains on the planet; you gotta have the drivers leading you in the right direction technically, or else you start somewhere and you can't finish the weekend in the right place. Well, so I I thought I thought with the test they were going to be in but better shape. They could test for 100 days. And it's it's it, well, 100 days of testing they might sort they might figure out, something like, out. <laughs> it's just it's tough, man. Like I mean my if you ask my dad the same thing, my yeah. dad's obviously a very smart guy when it comes to racing. Yeah. He can tell you exactly why that's happening. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's 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 a shame. It is. I, I talked to Larry over the weekend and like I don't usually talk to him, but I was like, "Are you guys okay now?" I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I mean, Larry, like he's not going to hire me again. So, like, I don't I just talk to him like a guy, you know, what I mean? like another normal dude. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I mean, he's like, man, I just don't get like we just aren't fast. Like, I just don't get it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's a shame. Like, I hate to see that for those guys because, like, I do genuinely like as much as as much as I've like ridiculed the act of you know getting rid of me, which is you know which is a shame. Yeah, I mean, obviously, no, I, yeah. Uh, but realistically, you know, it's business, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Um, but like, I, I like. I mean, I'm, I'm a racing fan, right? So like, the Foyt name is obviously legendary, and like, it's great to, yeah. you know, I want to see those guys successful. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of great crew members on that team too, who I've known for a very long time that like deserve some success, right? Those guys have put in a lot of work, and I think a lot of them are there because they love AJ Foyt as well. So, um, so yeah, I, I think. I, I, I think they're going to be doing things over the off season. Like Larry told me, he's like, "Yeah, we just got to blow it up." And I was like, "I don't know what that means, but blow it up I again." Think we've done that every year. <laughs> they've, done it, they've done it like four times. Yeah, but hey, here we go. It's going to be another <sighs> another roller coaster ride in the Foyt camp. Um, oh man, there's all kinds of rumors about that camp, but uh, but yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll it sounds I can I, I know you probably I love can't the rumors see. around you, what what they're going to do because that would be hysterical. There's a bunch of stuff I've heard, but I can't get into too much. All I can say is that, yeah, well, I, I don't, don't want to get you into trouble, but oh, I will no, I'm say not in trouble. We, okay. we've heard Tony will be back from what I've heard. Does yeah, that sound Tony right to you? Sure. Yeah, okay. Tony's back. And then that Mateus, I don't think there's, I think there's mutual interest in not coming back. Yes. I don't think Mateus don't wants think to come back. To and I don't there. think Foyt is ready to go down that road again. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I think Mateus is. I think it's a good move on Mateus to get just get out of there. That's what it sounds like. I don't I know mean, what the guy can if, if the guy's got the amount of support that he had when he bought my seat. Like he can go elsewhere, right? He can go to sports cars, have a great do like the Nasser road. You know what I mean? Go in there, and if he's and if he's good enough, just go in, slot in, win some races, have have a great time in sports cars, and yeah. see what happens. You know who sounds like he was having a good time? I think he's in sports cars. Is, is Mikhail Ocean? I think I, I always see him tweeting. He seems like he's having a good time. He's got some money behind him. I, I, it seems like he's doing okay. Yeah, but that team just pulled out of Lamar. Oh, oh, did they really? The oh, the I missed team. that. So they're, so they, they Maybe I'm wrong. Him, so yeah, <laughs> I thought he, he was having a great time because you know Russian mafia money. But yeah, <laughs> I always like, I look at him I'm like, oh, that guy didn't seem like he he landed yeah. on his feet. He did okay. It was okay. It's not a big Absolutely. deal. Absolutely. But uh, okay, I didn't see they pulled out of Lamont. So yeah, I think, I think so. I think that was that. the last year. Who knows? Uh, um, I right, you want, I mean we got some we can talk Pocono. I was gonna say, is there anything else? But yeah, I talked to Elio Castroneves. Speaking of Foyt racing over the weekend. Uh oh. <laughs> 
That's the rumor, right? Elio going to Foyt. I've, I'm not going to say I haven't heard it, but I don't know. I have heard that. I, I asked him. I asked him directly <laughs> to his face. He's like, oh, man. I <laughs> Obviously, he didn't say anything, but I was like, hey, well, you know, let your boy know. Did you watch Did you watch him on um, on NBC? No, he interviewed me though. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He did. I thought he did. I thought he did a pretty good he job. Did a great job. He's yeah. he's Elio. He had he's fun. He's funny, right? He's just he's always you know. He had this bit where he interviewed the guy. I think he took my job because like at one point Terry Lingner said, "Hey, I might have something for you to do in Ohio," <laughs> and then I see Elio. Elio? And I, was like, oh, I think that was it. <laughs> but again, that's fine. That's Elio. He's a legend. Yeah, where are well, I have no problem with that. Yeah, you, and I think you, people love him. Would you want to do some? Would you want to do some TV? Oh, that'll be my career eventually. I think yes. you want to television. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. When I'm like forty, you, Terry's Terry's great guy to know. Terry's great guy. I like I, I, I like Terry a lot. I, awesome. I would totally be a commentator of some kind. Absolutely. Why don't you do that? Why don't they get you in the booth? Because I can't for... commit to that. Because like I never know when I'm going to be racing. That's fair. Right? And this is NBC. They need to have like firm commitments. Yeah. And I cannot give them that. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's say. Right. Trust me, they're like Connor. We would love to use you, but we have no idea what you're doing at any time. I'm like, yep, I don't either. Well, once That's you find fair, out, once you fair. find out about Monterey, about Laguna, you know, if you're if you're driving or not. <laughs> well, then, yeah, exactly. Why don't you call NBC right now and be like, hey, I can help you with the finale. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't think I don't. I, again, I, but I don't know if I can. What if I race? What what That's happens? True. You never know. What but if, you, you're, there's always a chance. I, I, you know what? You could be like, Listen, people always forget. About- I feel, people always forget I'm around until I show up and like, oh, he's racing again. All right. <laughs> no, but I like the the insight. You'd be like, I've driven for Foyt. I've driven for Harding. I've driven for Andretti. I like I have, you have insight. All in, the teams, you have insight yeah. into all the teams. I you, know all the upper management. Yeah. <laughs> driven for everyone except for Penske and Ganassi <laughs> and Ed. And Ed, we still you still talking to Ed every morning? Yeah, yeah. I like to talk to Ed. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> um, it's tough to be in this position because there's so many drivers going for so few seats. I know. Know? I mean, there's so many people around. All these different drivers meeting with different teams under under the radar. You'd be all, you'd be all very surprised to see how much is actually going on. Um, but um, yeah, that's part of racing, right? Like it's well, going to be. It's it's everyone wants to. Everyone always thinks the grass is greener on the other side, right? So everyone's yeah. you know even guys that like you think are doing well are like, oh, what, well, what about if I what if I was here? Yeah. What if I like brought my seven million dollars here? You know? What I mean? Oh yeah, happens all the, happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. I um, oh yeah, we I guess we should talk about it. we're talking deals, we're talking silly season stuff. You want to talk about Alex real quick? Because that, that oh that was, yeah, that Good was a big de- that was a big deal this weekend. Yep, obviously yeah, I mean, for him for Honda for Andretti it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean that's we obviously sort of all expected that. I think um, I think that's true. But uh, really interesting. I mean, Auto Nation obviously they they support a lot of people. They support Ryan. <laughs> they support Jack. Jack yeah. They support McLaren. They supported McLaren at Indy. You know what yes, I mean? They so did. like, there's a lot going on there. And I talked to Mike Shank a little bit, and like obviously I think you know what if that relationship moves to Andretti, right? What if there's you know there, there's a lot of potential for things to sort of shuffle around. Not necessarily like people moving or leaving, but like just a shuffling. Okay. Of of teams, I think. Yeah, that's that's um, definitely a possibility. I think, which I think you, yeah, you definitely know of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I Alex needed it, right? I think Alex Alex has a great relationship with his engineer, and that's what you want to have. Yeah, you know, you want to. I I don't think um, I don't think Penske would have been the right fit for him immediately. You know what I mean? I think there's there's a lot that you know he's. He would be an extreme, extreme competition inner team wise with like Joseph and Will. I mean, those guys are that would be a wildly stacked well, operation there. I was talking to Graham. Graham was like, if you go to Penske, you're not going to win more than you win at Andretti because you're going against three other guys. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I, exactly. I, mean, I don't think he's going to win more as the fourth card at Penske versus yeah. where he is now. No, I agree, and okay. I and and I think that's you know I think that's a fair it's a fair assessment. So um, 
So yeah, Alex, you know, great job. They obviously found enough money to pay him what he wanted to be paid, which yep. is important. Um, and he's got, you know, two partners. I think Napa Napa coming back was a surprise, but that's good. Yeah, um, up their game a little late from what I understand. And you can still, this is how hard it is to sell sponsorship. Alex does not have one primary sponsor. Nope. Like, this is what, like, this is what I talk about all the time. It's like, it's hard even to find money for this. Like, I have obviously not been able to do it ever. But, uh, but like, even the top, top driver in the series, essentially, does not have one sponsor. They had to sell, you know, sell it in two pieces. AutoNation, well, you know, Napa. They had, and, a bar, they had to borrow one, let's be honest. Yes, I mean, they, exactly. That, that, was Ryan, mean, that was Ryan's sponsor, or yeah, Ryan's I mean, they, personal well, you connection. you go wherever you can go, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, for, the, for racing people, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they, they were hunting down the Air Force before I even knew about it. So oh, I'm like, sure they were right, talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that... It is very surprising that they didn't have you know one guy, one sponsor step in. But this is the this is the particular challenges that we face in the sport right now. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how you get it done as long as you get it done. They did, and they put together a package. Honda was you know we talked to the Honda Honda's guys. Obviously, they were a big part of it. They yeah. they wanted to they you know a few weeks ago There's they a were couple engine leases being given there. I think. Oh, I think <laughs> so too. I think they were, which is important though. That's like if you you got to keep your best teams. Each engine manufacturer should have their guys. Yep. Like they should be supporting these teams more. I think. Yep. Um, because that's just how it happens. And hopefully, if there's a third manufacturer at some point, which I'm hearing that there is, I hope. <laughs> then that helps as well because then they support people. Then there's three manufacturers supporting people instead of just two trying to support half the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be, I mean, ideal, obviously, if there's a third. So, I mean, the rumors, there were some rumors cropping up a few weeks ago about a third OEM, so that's good to yes. hear. I'm glad, yeah, I mean, glad that seems to be more getting or getting more serious. Yeah, and I've only heard rumors about it, but I like, I did speak to Jay Fry over the weekend, and he seemed really positive about it. I mean, Jay Fry is usually positive about everything, yeah. obviously, but like, because he has to be. But um, but I think, he, I th- I think they're... There's a lot of good things that could happen. You know, we got McLaren talking about coming in. Yep. Jay Fry says there could be potentially more people talking about coming in, and that's awesome. I mean, I think the, the amount of positivity with our series right now is is great. Yeah. Um. You know, I I I uh, I look forward to seeing you know how it plays out. Obviously. I think, yeah. I mean, geez, I was I was trying to like uh, Mid Ohio is a weekend where they everyone starts talking about. Oh, it's crazy. Stuff. It's just wild. That like, weekend is nuts. Heck, even you know, I like I was like, oh, maybe I'll send an email to Zach Brown. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> like, let's check it out. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's an interesting um, an interesting place to be in right now. I think for our series, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about it as a as a fan. I mean, as a driver, still gonna be an uphill battle. But I mean, we all know that. Um, but yeah, as a fan, I'm like I'm excited to see you know what's going to happen. No, but if you, I, I thought it was an interesting point, and I want to bring it back up is that you talk about a guy like Alexander Rossi, arguably what top two, three drivers in the series, yes. doesn't get a full time, doesn't grab you know one full time primary sponsor, and you look at guys that do have them right now, guys like Zach Veach, guys even like guys even like uh, Jack Harvey, <laughs> yep, who they it's all personal relationships a lot of the time. It's yeah, Gamebridge Game is, yeah. is a personal relationship, yeah. and Jack Harvey I get to write about this weekend. It's yeah, it, Sirius was just came through a family friend. I mean, and then he yeah, got to know really Jim Meyer. Stuff. I mean, it's just like it comes a lot of the times. It's just like you happen to know somebody, you happen to meet them, and they happen yep. to want to help you. I mean, that, yeah. it's, it's very it's tough because yeah, that I stuff mean, is not easy to find. You know, Marcus Erickson's got a backer that's you know been very low key, but like just a good friend of his, right? Like a like a you know a, a good dude that supports him, whatever yep. he wants to do, and. And that's awesome. Like, that's what you want to have. Like, uh, you know, I had that in Jerry Forsyth when I was like first started, like when I first got into cars, like Jerry Forsyth, like he was obviously, you know, ungodly wealthy and had a champ car team and obviously all that. And he was going to like help fund my racing. Obviously it only lasted two years. And then he decided, ah, I just, well, I'm just going to go do my own thing. And I was like, all right, Hey, that's fine. You know yeah. what I mean? 
those financial benefactors can come or go at any time. It's right? their money. It's yeah. their money. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting part of like, I do really, really wish that our sport could get back to a little bit more like team heavy money. You know what I mean? Like where the teams are, you know, putting drivers out there. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of our fans don't actually realize like how, how many of the drivers are, are in the sport because of, you know, money they're bringing money that, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? And that's fine. Like, obviously I got called a victim on the internet in this podcast. I put it on, I put it on our Twitter questions because I wanted you to address it. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm just, I don't think I'm a victim here. I think I'm just trying to, I think I, I think I'm just trying to explain what's actually happening, but it, it always, you know, but I have, I have a lot more knowledge than this person who's calling me a victim. So that's, yes, you do. Uh, that's all I want to say. I, I, um, we can that guy sucks, later. <laughs> and so he can get out of my life. Well, anyway. I say if he doesn't like I, my problem with that guy's question, which was are calling you a victim, is yeah. If you don't like listening, don't, you don't have don't to. listen. Yeah, I was like I don't care. As I <laughs> yeah. said, I was like I literally don't care. I I'm want just, as many people listening. I as feel we like can I, get. I feel like I'm trying to you know offer a different perspective, and sometimes like because I've gone through the negative side of the sport, yeah. that's part of what, that's part of the explanation. Yeah. I, if, but, you don't, if you don't uh, want to hear it, don't, don't listen. Yeah. That's and, and you can happily <laughs> either be love, loving this podcast or not. Either way, Jim and I are still sitting here and we're going to do it for you. Yeah. Guys. We'll talk so for 10 all, or 10,000. It's all it's fine. fine. Yeah. We're um, doing good. But yeah, so I think I like, as we go into the off season, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of potential for for changes that you will not expect, right? Because yeah. you're like, well, how did that happen? It's yeah. like, well, because they either created a seat because they could, yep. And you know, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to create a seat, right? Like, because there's there are no open seats, so no, unless yeah. you know, unless Colton gets shuffled to another team, or unless there's a new team that comes in and has sponsorship, right? Like, that's the thing, right? Is McLaren going to come in and have enough money to do it themselves? Which, yes, we all know they, they do. Have the the money, but issue, what yeah. if they like don't? Like, what if they're like, yeah, we would maybe like a guy with a little bit of help. You know what I mean? Because, like, everyone likes making money. Who doesn't want money? So that's the thing, right? Like, does McLaren do it right and go say, hey, we've got the budget. We're going to go hire two guys. You know what I mean? And and that would be awesome. That would be great news for IndyCar. It would be great news for everyone. Um, But, uh, but yeah, you never know. I know. Like, Schmidt-Peterson has potentially the biggest sponsor in the sport, like Arrow, and I guarantee you Sam is still hunting for money. Oh, like, always. Because he always is. But always. That's, that's what team owners do. That's what. The, that's how they you know put food on the table. That's how they pay all their guys. So it makes not, sense. Not to take away from what Marcus being a talented driver. I know you're a big fan of Marcus. Yeah, big but, fan of Marcus. But yeah. Arrow stepped up their game huge this year and brought more money, brought more resource, and they still hired a driver with that was bringing that's money. healthily supported. And I'm yeah. not saying that Marcus doesn't deserve the shot. No, no, of course not. But yeah. I'm just saying... The, the owners will take money where they can absolutely where they can yep. find it in this in this current era that's just that's what we're fighting with so so that's uh no it's all good i mean i i think i think that either way if it builds the series for a little while and we could potentially get to a, a, a situation where you know there are more team sponsors then awesome okay well yeah all right we're done with mid-ohio i think we're done talking about felix and, and those things i mean unless there's anybody else is there anything in mid-ohio you want to get to we got a lot of twitter questions so i feel um, like we should, we should go to pocono real quick nah, and then no yeah, let's just yeah, let's just go to twitter questions why not you want to skip you want to skip pocono uh oh i mean pocono is was a while away but uh it's a couple weeks away <clears throat> i mean i think alex is going to be strong there again obviously okay um joseph's going to be driving with a vengeance as always um well no after yeah yeah <laughs> but you never know i mean i, I again I, I don't see any surprises happening in pocono obviously super speedways are tough for small teams so yep. you know it's going to be the big teams fighting it out for sure um 
and you know, and, and we'll see what happens. I, I think the Carpenter cars could potentially be fast. Just going to ask you about that. You, uh, they've never. I don't think they've had historic success there, but they're obviously good at ovals. No, yeah, but they're but they've been stronger at oval. Like they were stronger at Iowa than I thought they would be. Well, okay. not Spencer, but um, but Ed was. So yeah, so we'll see. I think I think there's you know the only real surprise could potentially be Ed there and Spencer. Okay. Um, Checking to see how they do. But other than that, I think it's going to be just basically out. I I think it could be a potentially Alex Joseph Simon. Alex Joseph Simon just fighting it out there at Pocono for, you know, a last lap battle, I hope. So that would be nice. Last year it was Alex for the win. Power power finished on the podium along with Scott Dixon. Yep. New Garden was fifth. Pagano was eighth among your predictions. Um, So that's, yes, that's interesting, right? Like, I I, I don't, I, I, I think depending on the day, you know, Dixon's always going to be good, but but yeah, I think Alex when Alex has a you know a, a super speedway car pretty well sorted, which he did at Indy. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. It's uh, obviously we're going to see what happens Chevy Honda power wise, um, you know, because I think that was a there's usually a difference in power on the super speedways. Yeah, um, so that's that's more prevalent, but we'll see. Uh, I will say that Andretti had a really good day there last year. Yes. Ross, Rossi won. Uh, Veach finished sixth. Marco finished seventh, and and Ryan qualified fourth, but ended up crashing. I think he, I don't think that yeah. was his crash either, but no. I think somebody got swept up in something. But uh, yeah, it was the massive first lap accident. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was, was with it. Pietro, Takuma, James, Wickens, Ryan. I yeah, that think. was a big shunt. And then yeah, those are those guys in that tra- in yeah. that crash. So yeah. Um, well, we don't have to go too much into Pocono. I like to trivia. I like yeah. to quiz. I like to quiz you now on your own on your own races, though. Do no, you? I know what happened last year. It's annoying. Okay, what about the year before? Uh, Foyt. I just I f- drove around all day. We were just had a ton of downforce. You know. were on the. You finished on lead lab. Two hundred yeah. laps. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't awesome. Fourteenth. Yep. All right, and for, first time ever. You remember it? Oh, we were so we had so much downforce. I probably finished like two laps down and like seventeenth or something. Two laps down in sixteenth. Yeah, there you go. You remember where you started? Great. I'm gonna. You're almost. You're almost completely on it. I don't even care where I started. I don't know. Twenty second. You weirdly, I didn't realize you ran the you ran the eighty eight car for Coin and yes. the eighty eight car for Harding. Yeah, because the eighty eight was tribute for Clawson in, in 16th. oh in sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yep. So I've run two different eighty eights. Two different teams. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. B, oh, you're right. It's the BC Forever eighty eight. Yeah. 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 Pocono is tough. I mean. It's such a it's such a different track, right? Like I was just I was looking at onboard video from there yesterday, and uh, and it's just you know it, it's it's something it, th- those three different corners are so difficult to get right. You're always going to be unhappy in one of them. Okay, um, and so you know again technically it takes a lot to sort that out, but you also got to be very comfortable. You know I think run I think I'll be. I think as I've gotten more experience on the super speedways, I've gotten a little bit better there. Like last year, last year we were actually in a really good position uh, for Harding. We, we 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 couldn't even purchase the new wing pieces that were that were given to us. That's right. All the other teams except for us started with more downforce and more wing pieces than we had, and we didn't have them. You moved seven so, spots up, by the way. No, we Not well bad. we did. Yeah. No, we were well we were doing even better before because like I had I went to pass Ed and there were so many marbles on on the track that like this is carpenter we literally yeah ed, ed carpenter yeah. yeah and like i i scraped the wall right so we broke we broke a toe link on it or something um but uh but yeah that was that was a shame because it was like that day we were actually doing okay and like if we were if we got a yellow 
we were going to put on another wing that we bought the wing pieces for in the middle of the race. So like in the middle of the race, in the middle of the race, we went and bought the other wing piece because we had put in twelve turns of front wing and it wasn't doing anything to the car. So you bought a wing in the middle of the race? Yeah, a wing piece. Yeah. How did obviously. that happen? Well, because we needed it. I was like, guys, the car doesn't turn at all. So who do you, and everyone how do you, else? How do you do that? You go to the parts trailer. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, and you put it on your spare wing. Yeah. So we would have just, if we would have got a yellow, you just come in, it? take the wing off, put the new wing on with more pieces on it. Did somebody just get like a post-it and write IOU on this for this wing? Like yeah, I don't sort understand. of. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that's what we had. That's the situation <laughs> I was in at Harding. It's very different now. Um, I don't know if it's so different now. Yeah. Well, it is. It is still. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but yeah, like I, I think, I think this year, you know, I would like to do, you know, I've, it's gone better than I think this year, obviously with Carlin, because I think I've got a lot of confidence in, in what I'm doing now in the Oval. So if we do happen to get a chance to do Pocono, um, it'll be interesting because Chevys are obviously really strong. Yep. I think Chevys had you know a good amount of power at Indy, and I would like to see what that's like. You know, Does that translate to Pocono as well? Has Honda made progress? We don't know. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be doing my job unless I tried to ask you about what your thoughts are on if you're going to be at Pocono. Do yeah. you know? Can you? Can you? Everyone asks me, and I, I am not allowed to say. Okay. So. We will we'll move on. I don't want to get you in trouble. I just thought I yeah. should ask. I didn't want somebody to be like, yeah. why didn't you ask him you were driving? Yep. Po- I, yeah. I can't talk about anything that has to do with Carlin or me driving or their cars or anything. <laughs> okay. Well, then we're then we're moving on. Yeah. We don't want you to get in trouble with Carlin. I'm always in trouble there, apparently. They're giving you they're giving you a or you're, you know, you're, yeah. yeah. They're helping me. It's a good it's a good lifestyle. it's a good situation. Yes, yeah, good. So. They're good people over there. Um, okay, let's move on to Twitter questions. We've been we've been doing this for a while, so yeah, let's yes. get going. All right, so you want to start? Uh, sure. Zowlan, or I don't know how you say that. At Zowlan140, Gmail1. Yeah. Sounds like a fake Twitter account. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Just maybe. kidding. We love you listening. <laughs> um, what do you think about Marcus Harrison? Will he get a seat in 2020? I think he can absolutely get whatever seat he wants in 2020, honestly. Really? Yeah. I do, I do believe. Um, we know he brings some budget, so that's good. Well, or, he's or he potentially guy. could. Yeah. Right? Um, and he, I think he's talented. I think he want, He loves IndyCar racing. So I, I see him staying put or moving to a big team. Okay. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Okay. I will yeah. say that, I mean, just to get out there and address the, the things we've written, um, I've written, there's some potential between Aero Schmidt, peterson and the McLaren teaming up. Yep. And they've been talking to Colton Herta. And James Hinchcliffe's under contract for another year. Yes, and it doesn't sound like they're ready to expand. If they were gonna, if this merger yeah, happens, quotes were really interesting. He's like, "Yeah, we literally cannot do it next year because we're still with Honda." So I was like, "Well, how is that going to work then?" It's a weird situation, but yeah. I, I don't. I, I from what I've understood, if there was this merger to happen, um, I don't think they'd be expanding beyond two cars. Yeah, exactly. So like, it would just be the Aero cars. Or uh, arrow one arrow car and one McLaren car or yeah, something so like that. It or, doesn't help the series at all. I yeah. agree with you. This is what I was going to bring up with you. It yeah. kind of, it's kind of a shame that if we get McLaren here, there's not going to be added cars. To the field. And 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 that's a that's a problem, right? Because I, I think the way it doesn't it, seem there should it, be. It makes it a lot easier on on McLaren. It makes it a lot easier for Sam to get out of there instead. Of, and I and I don't I don't know why he would. Like I, he's created such a successful team with one of the biggest sponsors in the sport. And now you want to get out of it, like or I just split it, or I don't or really. Split, I, I yeah, don't know. I, sure. I just, I, it's very confusing to me because that's literally I, Arrow is the biggest sponsor in the sport, I believe, right now, I, like yeah, by a, by a, by a long, like a country mile, and the only title sponsor of a team. Yeah, <laughs> and and 
and Sam has always been around for so many years, but like, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. Like, if if McLaren comes in, they need to be their own operation, like not their own operation. They could partner with someone, but like, they need to run more cars because like, if we just start replacing cars and and just and and buying into teams, then that doesn't help the sport at all. Like, yeah, we have a cool name in our sport, but like, it didn't add anything. Yeah, you just paint cars a different color. I <laughs> I know, especially because they're sharing sponsors. Because yeah. it's like Arrow seems to be a McLaren. Arrow <laughs> yes, is a McLaren. Arrow is on McLaren. Yeah. So I I do think I hope that perhaps when McLaren joins the series, if that happens with with yeah. Schmidt, that it's maybe a temporary thing. That eventually, once they figure out what they're doing, and and because we all yeah, know we're trying to start so. your own team at. at Indy did to them. That yeah, was not was great. Tough. Yeah. So maybe they're like, okay, we'll partner with a team, and then once we figure it all out, then we can do our own thing. Yes. I hope. I hope. Like you said, it's good or better for the series if you so see too. new cars and new blood and that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Champ Web at Champ Web Champweb If you had competed and won the Fortnite World Cup and got twenty three million dollars and started Connor Daily Motorsports, would you have done that with that money? Or would you? Have- <laughs> uh, the, the prize was only three million dollars for winning. <laughs> I think the the prize pool itself. Oh, it was twenty three million. Was, uh, was twenty three million? Yes. Oh, all right. So well, all right. We'll just play this game anyway. Because you- I my esports team that I am a uh, ambassador for my esports team won three point two million dollars at the Fortnite World Cup. So our team is doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Our team, our duos team, finished second, and our and wow. our, our our singles player. He uh, finished fourth. You're on the right team. Uh, yeah, we uh, just made a ton of money. So I, it's not me who makes the money. I'm just an ambassador. I own stock in the I was company. So you could probably get a cut of that, I right? I own stock in the company, yes. Yeah, so that's yeah, nice. Well, there you go. So Fortnite is doing well, way better than motorsport. Um, <laughs> all right, so who do you hire who as you your hire teammate? As a teammate. Yeah, of course, you being owner-driver now. So all right, you wow. two-car operation, you're owner-driver. And since you have so much money as a Fortnite champion, you can hire any driver, too. Uh, I know who you're going to say. That's really tough. You're going to hire Alex. Yeah, I, well, no, because Alex already has a job. I like to help people. That oh, are less okay, fortunate. Yeah. I like that. That's I like to help people that are less fortunate. So who are you I, gonna? Who I gonna? think. Um, I don't. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Yeah, who are you hiring? Okay, if you want somebody who doesn't have a I'm job, I'm gonna think right now. about that. We can move on to the. Uh, I'm not gonna. Why you, did you put Felix Rosenquist? Because I wanted you to. Because I want. Because <laughs> I wanted to answer that question. Okay, at Felix Rosenquist. Question for the fans: Do you think lap cars should be allowed to race and interfere leading cars on road courses? What do you think? I think the rules right now are okay. Okay. Now here's the problem, though. I think one one issue that we we bring up. Yeah. Race control. I don't think calls any penalties. Uh, at all, like during they, the year. I mean, have yeah. we ever really have we seen? They do, like, except for Long Beach, like where they penalized oh, Graham, Graham. Yeah, which again, most ridiculous. I mean, most ridiculous penalty I've ever seen in my life. Um, only because we saw Scott do it it's like, like it's four good times. To, good to be Scott. Like, guess, but the, yeah. but that's the thing, right? Like, I have been blocked like that all like all year. People are blocking like that all year, and then Graham gets a penalty for that. And then after that, like I haven't really seen any penalties at all this year. Like no penalties for doing anything. Clearly, no penalties for jump starts. Um, <laughs> but I like, but it's it's. I meant to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, but it but it's it's just. So so yeah, if if we do have rules, like then you know, are are they going to be enforced? I don't know, but I think right now you can't penalize those guys. You can't penalize the, the lap traffic because like. They're racing. Like, yeah. This is a motorsport. This is not like this is not move over sport. You know what I mean? Like that's these things happen. Like it's part of the craziness of the race, and it makes it wild. But yeah, as a driver who's trying to win a race, very frustrating. I love. By the way, that was a really good turn of this is motorsport, not move over sport. That's yeah. good, that's really good. Uh, I <laughs> exactly. like that. I like that a lot. Uh, no, I got two questions for you. One, somebody suggested to me over the weekend because they listen to our podcast that 
there was never going to be a penalty called on Ferrucci on the restart because it, race control just wanted to get that start that race over with because it was one, oh yeah it was one and, in the morning and, and yeah I and do, do, you, do you think that maybe his engineers like told him that and said don't worry about it they're not going to call a penalty on you well no because like they they could still like the race was still green right the way they do penalties for jump starts is they move you back like on track yeah right? it's like oh hey you jump the start move behind so and so or you go to drive through so like okay. it wouldn't have affected the race that's true okay it wouldn't have affected the race so it just goes back to your point at mid pack they just don't look i, I don't usually, yeah, usually i mean i i don't think so okay. but again i mean again people can you know people can judge that however you want okay and then sec- realistically when you're 20 laps to go everyone's focused on the lead yeah well yeah second question for you is uh, I snapped a, a candid photo of you talking with Santino. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And put I don't it on really the, on care the... to talk about it. <laughs> you know? You don't want to talk about it? No, I mean, there's no point. Okay. I, I've said my piece. All right, all right. Care. I just wanted to ask. Yeah. All right. Again, well, all these people, you know, oh, Connor's a victim. So you're not going so to hire Santino Ferrucci back to that other question? Definitely not. Okay. Do you have, do you have an answer yet, or should I keep going? Um, I, nah, I don't know. Let's keep going. Okay. I, I want to hire the right guy, you know? Like, if I'm hiring someone, I may want to make sure they need to, you know, this, the right guy. This next guy has been trying to get you to unblock him. This is the guy. Yeah, I, I see that, yeah. Um, he asked how you're doing. He says, oh, this is Zima guy. He says, Pocono has five turns at Cheb Ganassi. Cheb Gabassi. Chap Gabassi. Chap, I'm sorry, God, yeah. I can't, I can't read. How was Counter doing? He asked how I was doing in Texas, <laughs> but still has me blocked. I legit don't know. So, if we're talking to Texas, why didn't he ask me about the block? I don't know. I think... Here's my question. I told I, I told the guy. I said if you want Counter to unblock, I know. You, I saw you. You got to tell I me saw, what the story I, I, was. I read all of his tweets. I see. I see it all. I, somebody, I exactly a, a fan of on. a fan of yours, or or somebody yeah. posted why you blocked him. I didn't see that. It was like a tweet. He sent out a tweet like about yelling at you about India or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. He, and that was like it looked Can like you the, find it. Find yeah, it. Oh, you want to find it on here? Yeah. No, like, but it's very it's very simple. Again, we go back to the internet thing. It's very very simple. Like. If there are times after the race where you might think that you're joking about things on the internet, yeah, or like you say something that you think is right, yeah. but is actually wrong, like I don't care. It's like, yep, all right, well, this person isn't someone I want to communicate with. <laughs> I'm sure this guy's a great guy. Like, I'm sure a great guy, but like, if I see it, I immediately do that because again, it erases it from my entire life, yeah. and I don't have to see it anymore. You don't need that negativity. Because I get why? it. Why? Like, there's no point. Like, this is what. Like, it doesn't like. If you don't know, then you will probably say something again that you don't know is is like gonna be offensive. <laughs> I agree. This guy's probably a great guy. Again, I, I'm probably a great I, guy. I like his Zima guy. A big Zima guy myself. Are you? Uh, yeah, Zimas are great. Obviously, that's hilarious beverage. I, um, <laughs> I'm trying to find what he said. I'm just give me a second. Yeah, we, yeah. Could do the do the next question. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mark at Seventies Rock Best, uh, very frequent question to ask her. Great, great, great listener. Um, obviously, Scott Dixon is very successful in IndyCar. Yep, that's a fact. Um, does he get special treatment? <laughs> is he the Tom Brady of IndyCar? Didn't Uh-oh. don't touch him or get in his way. I have nothing but respect for both. Should lap cars move out of the way of the leaders on the last lap of the race? Um, I mean, Scott Dixon is obviously very well respected. I, I don't think he gets special treatment. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you you can't say that he gets special treatment, but for sure he's very well respected and very well, um, you know, taken care of in the IndyCar world. But he deserves he deserves it. So I remember, I mean, should during- lap cars get out of the way? We already talked about that. Really, I, I don't think they should get out of. The- I mean, they should to a certain extent. They they should if they're not compromising their position. Uh we talked about this after the Graham Rahal situation. Yes, and he, we, I remember. I, th- I think I told you. I texted a yeah. bunch of drivers, and they were all like, yeah. "Yes, Scott does." <laughs> yeah, so a bunch Jim of Jim has done his research. Some think he does. I yeah. Jim is a journalist, so he he did the right thing. I found the I'm oh, Michael my, Goodyear. 
You, are you going to keep? Okay, what? 007. Yeah, you keep figuring it out. Oh, here I got it. Okay. That, that's the that's the one from May of 2015. Zima guy says Pocono has five turns. Said Connor uh, Daly. I, but I don't think that was it because like that I wasn't saw, it? I saw those because those guys were tweeting it at me. I don't think that's. I that, don't think that was that from was that it. was from four years ago. You don't think you blocked him after that? He says Probably. quit quit chunking the tires off the ass end, you noob. Yeah. See, so there. You I think go. that would probably be why that's you blocked him. But I thought that was just something that I was tweeting today. Who knows? No, no. Okay, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why would you say that? Like, again. I know. You're it's cursing not- at me all the time. I don't care. Okay, I just so, wanted to. Yeah. I, Maybe that's it. This guy's gotten so much play on our on this podcast. I have a lot of screenshots on my phone, too, that I have saved of, like, everyone who's, like, thrown shade at me Wrong for, you? like, if I win a race, I'm going to tweet a picture of the trophy <laughs> to all of them. Every are you, are one. you really? Yep, every single one. And they're probably all listening around, like, Oh, that's never going to happen. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I think it might, and and it'll be hilarious. Okay, okay, so. I like it. I like the motivation. Yep, a lot of motivation here in motorsport. All right, you covered Michael uh, Gadire. No, I did not. Oh, Do you didn't. Think I'm sorry. The lack ahead. of yellows this year, based completely off my memory compared to previous seasons, is down to driving more cleanly through the field, the aero kit having fewer pieces to fly off upon contact, and drivers being more used to it in a year or two, or officiating. <clears throat> well, honestly, not a f- well. there's been a lot of there hasn't been a lot of yellows at all at Mid Ohio. So realistically, yep. That's just normal, I think. Um, There's been the a lot aero, of yellows this year, though, at all. But yes, there are. There is way less debris with the arrow kits for yep. sure. Um, I mean, like dramatically less debris for sure, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Um, but yeah, everyone is driving quite well, and everyone, <laughs> all the teams apparently need money, so no one wants to crash. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's I, also. I, I honestly think that's part of it. Like you are so harshly judged if you crash one of these things. It's like oh. Never, never going to see him again. That's everybody keeps talking like Will and these guys always always say like it's such a talented field and no that no one's crashing anymore and yeah. that's really great and, I, and my my thought is always because they're too scared to crash like yes, yeah because because you don't want to lose your job. Sato used to write off cars every weekend and so did so did Viso so did all these guys. There used to be guys even in the even in the nineties and two thousands like there were dudes writing off cars every weekend right still looked at in history as like oh some of the best drivers ever like if you had that now you'd be like literally banned from the sport out oh. if you crash more than twice in a year yep get them out of here yeah you know it's, I mean? it's, and that, it's crazy like it's i mean crashing is not good obviously no, no one but wants like, to crash, but yeah but, but like i was looked at as a guy who like crashed a lot after my rookie season i crashed three times i think <laughs> like i crashed at indy because someone crashed in front of me and everyone's like oh yeah you crashed in here i was like ah uh, you try avoiding a russian <laughs> spinning like seriously <laughs> and, and now i know who it is yeah exactly so like <laughs> But, like, you, you get looked at like, oh, man, you got to stop crashing. I was like, but, like, who, wh- wh- what are you talking about? Like, wh- wh- what are we, what, what is a lot of crashing, right? Like, I, you make mistakes as a rookie, and these things happen, and oh. then all of a sudden, like, all of 2017, yep, crashed once. Crashed it in deep. My mistake. Totally get that. Accept that. But, like, geez, like, this is, like, this is such a, it's such an interesting era to be a part of, right? Because, like, yeah. There, I think if it was again, I was born ten years too late, right? Like if I was, I would have. I, I told. I actually talked to Elio about this. I was like, "Man, Elio, I tell you what. If I was born ten years earlier, we would have had a great time in motorsport." He's like, "Yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." But uh, but yeah, I think you know it is one of those things that now, obviously, like I've been, a, a, you know. I think I've changed a lot in my career yeah. and it's, it's helping why I'm getting more rides. Right. Because like I've become more reliable, um, or at least, or, I mean, I don't know. I no, guess, you haven't, I I guess mean, so. But, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it is very interesting because no yellows in the races because people are really trying hard. I think you're right. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's really interesting. To your point, we talked to 
chip at Long Beach, I want to say. Yeah. And he was like, he took a couple shots yeah, at like, little Felix swings had at crashed Felix, like twice, twice. Right? Like, oh, yeah. Little stuff. It's terrible. It's like, stop. It's like, come on, man. You yeah. guys are rookies. Yeah. He's never been in IndyCar before. Again, I think like, Felix has crashed more than I did as a rookie already. Yeah. And, well, he's a hero now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we well, both have our be- our our best finish rookie year second place. Okay. So I had I had a second place my rookie year. How about that? And he's driving for Ganassi. He's driving for Chip. Jeez, he's, he's doing he's doing. Good. I was driving for Coin, who had nothing at the time. But anyway, all right, don't, doesn't matter. Don't want to be a victim. Andrew, St- <laughs> Andrew Stewart. This is going to be all you because this is above my, okay, my pay yeah. grade. Andrew Stewart's Tubacca six fourteen. At least let me read it. Yeah. Could sinking the internal combustion component of F one in IndyCar help draw in additional manufacturers? Mm-hmm. I.e., twin turbo, two point five liters V six fourteen k RPM limit could be tuned different based on an IndyCar spec fuel. Go mm. go. Um, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think the engine manufacturers right now are pretty happy with the way the the engines are being produced and the okay. way the the output. Obviously, we're going to have more power. Like the goal is for us well, to yeah, have more okay. power, um, which will be awesome because we do need nine hundred to a thousand horsepower without a doubt. I think that's that's something that really really spices up our days, um, really makes it more exciting. I think for the fans, um, and and yeah, I, I I don't know what the plan is, um, you know, to you know to to for for the engines other than to be more powerful. So I think that's totally cool. I'm okay with that. I don't think we need to combine anything from F1 with us because it's too expensive. Yeah, it's di- it's di- <laughs> I was going to say, it's, and they're just and, different. And yeah, yeah and, and the engine manufacturers have to obviously produce something that's within a certain budget as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let, I'm, I'm let that be enough. That's, that's plenty. Tyler yeah. Long and Tyler Long 5. I often hear people talking about race setup on the car and some drivers yes. being better at, it, at setting up cars than others. Can you explain what a car setup is and how drivers learn to do it? Uh yes, thank you. He says Tyler. Long. So so Tyler, yeah. So so o- often in qualifying, um, you're gonna you're gonna be running well. Always in qualifying, you're low fuel. Right. Um, and honestly, when you have one gallon of fuel in the car compared to eighteen and a half gallons, that's like hundreds of pounds of weight. That's a lot of weight. So the car changes quite a lot with the weight. Um, and, and things are, are very different from qualifying to the race because your tire pressures are going to be lower in the race because you need to make them last a lot longer. So sometimes that requires a different mechanical baseline, um, from qualifying to the race. And obviously qualifying, you're going to be working, 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 you know, in practice to, to, to get the most speed out of a car. And honestly, you only need the car to last two laps, right? You only need it to be really good and really quick for like for two, three laps, um, and so sometimes you can drive a car with more overseer, obviously free is fast, right? And free means on the loose side. Loose, so right. like if you're, if you can drive a car like that for two to three laps and get something out of it, it's probably not going to be as good in the race because that's going to be difficult to drive and make the tires last. Yeah. But you know, that's sometimes how it differs. So, and back in GP three, like in, uh, when I, when we were on Pirelli tires, we actually had to run an entirely different um, stiffness uh, on the car, like okay. springs, uh, because we had we could run really stiff springs and run things uh, in qualifying to get lap time out of the tire, but it wouldn't last in the race. So okay. we'd, we'd obviously we'd soften up the cars quite a lot, make the tires last, um, and that was just sort of how it was because qualifying on those tires, you could only make them last for two laps with a certain setup. So there's usually you know usually your qualifying setup in IndyCar. It's pretty close to the race setup, okay. but you. But there are many, many things like ride heights, tire pressures, um, sometimes spring rates that that you want to change for for the race, just because you got to make the tires last and you got to make the car consistent to drive. Okay, so let me ask you a different question based on that. 
who are you don't have to give me the best guy, but give me like a short list of the best setup guys in IndyCar right now. Uh, Dixon, Pagano, Dixon, Pagano, and probably Alex. Okay. Yeah, Dixon, Pagano, and Alex. You always, you say. talked a lot about Pagano being a very technical guy, very and, very and technical great with guy, his engineer, yes. obviously. Very very good. And and Scott, you think is just? I think Scott is understands. I, Scott just knows exactly what he wants, and that's what you need. I, I Mike was saying I, I I went to do this too at Mid Ohio talking to Hull. He was saying I was like, why? How is a guy so good at this track? He's won six races here, and he was saying that Scott understands he thinks better than most how the, how this particular track changes as the race goes. Oh, on. for sure, yeah. And that he knows what the car needs as the race goes. Yeah. Like he just understands how it develops. Yeah. So I thought that was Joseph is a very technical guy as well. Jo- Joseph is is very smart. He's okay. A very very wise guy. Okay. Uh, I I have a suggestion for your team. Okay. Elio doesn't have a job. Doesn't no. have an IndyCar job. No, he has made too much money in his okay. life. Okay, and he and he evaded taxes for a while. So <laughs> we'll keep thinking then. Yeah. All right. Keep thinking about it. I was thinking someone like um, Connor De Filippi, uh, great dude. Uh, did not have the budget to continue in open wheel racing. Okay. Uh, I think he does a great job with BMW, um, and he's an American man, which is great. Team, um, team Connor would be pretty cool. Team Connor, yeah, two two Connors, uh, which would be oddly hilarious. <laughs> um, but like so, someone like that, I, I like like there are guys that I don't believe got a fair shot sometimes. Um, and like Connor, I think is one of them who is very good at open wheel open wheel cars. Okay. Um, and then maybe like Antonio Felix da Costa. He okay. drives in Formula E. Would yeah. be, I think he's very good, and I think he would be hilarious to, as a teammate. Also, okay, these are good answers. Um, I like these. So yeah. All right. So there you go. Thank you. All right, we finished up. All right, Aaron Feller, F3, Danica says, is there any other tracks that could utilize Mid-Ohio alternate start line to make things more interesting at the starts? Always love starting on the back straight for the SEC, a official national championship runoffs. Yeah, that was an interesting question. Uh, I, I really don't think there are many tracks that you could do that with. Um, obviously, like, Long Beach is a long straight, so that starts, you know, that's that's good. Yep. Um, you know, there, there's a couple tracks like... I don't even know. I mean, I, 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 you're so used to starting at the start finish line on most of these tracks and the start finish line is usually like on a straight, yeah. like a long straight. So that, that, that works. Um, but the way the mid Ohio start works is great. Like, you know, it's a good, it's a long straight. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a hard breaking zone term one. So it works out perfectly. Um, I almost wish that's where, you know, that's where it, the finish would be too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but obviously the pits are, you know, right in front of the start finish I was line, saying, if, the, if the start finish was a little further back though, I think even in that last lap, I think Felix might've got it. Scott. Yeah. 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 I, you never know. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I was thinking about it later. Corner, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I would really have to look at each track, but, but for the most part, you get so used to starting on these tracks that it's just, you know, it just is what it is. Like I've always been at mid Ohio when it starts on the back straight, you know, I remember the races that I, I was there and they still started on the regular straight. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'd have to think about that a little bit more, but I, 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 I do believe that really mid Ohio is a unique, a unique place. Okay. Uh, I think we've answered this question before from Josette Torres. Uh, is in jet ski race between Connor and his mother who would win? Uh, my mom. By a lot, yeah, we right? definitely know that. By a long way, yes. Okay, and that's what I thought. Okay. Uh, Andrew at Andy Jones 6704. If Doug said you could take out one car in the museum out for out for some laps, which one would you do and why? Oh, man. There are a couple Formula One cars in the basement there that are just like... <laughs> oh, we have a basement question later, too. Oh, so. man. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some... Basically, like one of like I think Michael Schumacher's Benetton is down there. Is it really something? something there's there's definitely a Benetton. Um, just a couple of the not too old generation Formula One cars, but like 
you know, late nineties, early two thousands, the ones that are like really wild. Um, that would be pretty cool. Okay. I think that would be very, very cool. That's a great answer. All yeah. right. So Connor Clink and Beard at C Clinkin. So McLaren and SPM become a joint three car team. I don't think that's what's happening, but nope. Herda and Nasser join Hinch and Connor keeps guest capstone with HSR for a full season ride. Sound about right. <laughs> I'll no. Let you, I'll let you I answer that. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think they would just put in Nazar by the way either that that's that's a big one unless he comes with a lot of financial support which he could um I, I just don't I don't know why that would happen um but but yeah obviously Hinch is going to be there and 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 McLaren is a lot of people are coming after Colton let's not just say that it's only McLaren right oh, there's no. a lot there's a lot of people coming after Colton including Formula One teams um and Red Bull I think so I think I think there's a lot that Colton will have to decide however again it's hard to leave the Andretti family. Like it's hard to leave that that group of people, especially like when he's already got a win. He's got Nathan, his engineer, who is incredibly talented. Yep. But I think obviously financial stability of that team is very tough, right? And Colton's got to make some money. You got to pay these drivers. Like we, got, yeah. like he's got to make money. So, you know, I would almost, you know, he's he's so young, but like racing, you only make money for a oh, cer- certain say, amount. You got to jump like, on it when you can. Like. I'm 27 and I'm like, yikes, I wish I would have made money at 19. You know what I mean? Or I wish I would have, you know, been able to be in, you know, a situation where you can just save every dollar, which I do now. But like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's an interesting position. Colton deserves to get paid. He deserves to get some money. Um, because we're drivers performing a job. So we, we just, I think we need to get paid. Yeah. Uh, not, maybe not me, but like certainly him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, it is going to be interesting to see what what sorts out, uh, you can and that's on McLaren, right? Like, they, like they've got enough money to run twelve Indy cars. You know what I mean? But yeah. but realistically, it's how what do they want to do? How much do they want to spend? And what what is the effort level that they're going to put? Well, I think the, I think the the it's not it's not like again. I think if, if you ask Zach Brown, he'd be like, yeah, let's run a four car team. It'd be great. Yeah, it's not his money to but spend. But he wants to keep his job. Yes, he's exactly. Got shareholders, it's, exactly. He's got people. But he's he's done a great job with the F one team this year. You know, they've been better. They just finished fifth in Germany, like. The F1 team is doing tremendous right now, which I think is is super helpful for McLaren wanting to go to IndyCar and for Zach Brown doing- and for Zach Brown keeping his job. <laughs> yes, I like Zach. I do. I I I I respect the heck out of Zach. I used to meet with Zach when I was like 16, 17, 18, um, when he was at JMI. Yeah, uh, because I was we were you know we wanted to go to F1 racing. I wanted to go be an F1 driver. He had he loved F1 and. Um, he probably got annoyed with my dad because <laughs> my dad was always trying to ask him for help for to help. get to F1. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but he did t- always take our meetings. He would always, you know, we would always talk to us, which is really nice. Uh, so I have a lot of respect for Zach and, you know, He's I, w- I would love to drive for him. Also one, I would, I would say among his other qualities as a, as a, as a team principal, he's a, he's a one hell of a salesman. Oh yeah. I think he yeah. does a good job of marketing Great McLaren, job. marketing his drivers and that kind of stuff. He's definitely had more sponsors on that McLaren than and drumming up interest. Any any McLaren ever has had on it. So yeah, they do a great job doing that. Yeah. So for sure. So again, having a guy like that in the sport, and I know it doesn't sound like they may be adding cars, but maybe eventually they do, and that would be Gosh, good for the sport. I hope they do. Yeah. Um also I, I crossed off guess on that question because I don't think guess is involved. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just capstone right now. Yeah. I don't think guess yeah. is probably not involved anymore. Lumberman. 321 at Brad Emery. They touched on it during qualifying on TV, but wh- why the hell? I think, right? Does yep. not does not everyone go out on blacks only to be under the gun on reds to get a fast enough lap to move on to the next level of qualifying? 
Why does not everyone go out on blacks only to be on? Uh, well, what do you, well, ev- well, sure everyone, the- well, everyone goes on reds at least once in the first round, but the only reason they go out first on blacks is to just get a one a run, in, right? Game, and then yep. honestly, like you can run both sets of reds in the first stint because the reason for doing that, like if you run a set of reds early and you put a big lap in and someone crashes and, and, it, and the session's over, then you're in good shape. Like, advance, yeah. there, there are many times where on road courses I would run two sets of reds because all we cared about is getting in the top 12, right? Because yeah. if you can somehow get in the top 12, yeah, that's a huge day. Like it doesn't matter if, you, if you're starting in the top 12, your day is already like 10 times better than starting 16th or 18th. I believe so. R.C. Anderson started on reds on, on the, first, the first qualifying effort. I think yes. to do what you did. Turn a yeah, good you lap go red, red. And hope yeah. that, and hope that, you know, somebody crashes and that your first lap works and you advance. Yeah. I so think that, RC probably that's knew why people do it. He wasn't going to advance in the group. So exactly. Roll the dice. It was a good idea. Yeah. And, and it doesn't really hurt you because no matter what, everyone is going to have two sets of used dreads by the end of qualifying. Yep. So, uh, Tim, unless, unless you don't run, unless you don't even make it and you only run the one set of reds in the first set, then you have two new sets of reds to use. But realistically, race, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Tim Calabro at Tim Calabro. <laughs> I think this is for you, Connor. You land a sponsor who gets it. They want Connor Daly being Connor Daly, and they want it for three years. What team engine do you take the money to? What engineer do you want? Oh, wow. What a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are these the dreams that you have at night? I mean, uh, big, like, yeah. big time dreams. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, I, I, I would – I mean, if you get the sponsor, you know, there, there's no place other than Andretti Autosport right now. I think that would be great. However, having said that um, – they're a very full team right now. I mean, that's four, it's five cars. You know, I don't know if you want to be a sixth car. I mean, I'm trying to be a sixth car, but like, you know, that, that's a lot of cars. So, but where else, where else do you really get, you know, the, the treatment of your sponsor? Like they treat sponsors and partners so well, they do everything on the business side very well. Um, and you know, and, and they've got a, a, a very good group of people. So, Andretti, I think would be would be my dream scenario for sure. Um, I don't know if I would take it to Ganassi, only because I just don't know any like I don't know, you know what that environment's there? like yeah. there. Obviously, um, maybe if like Dixon retired, <laughs> yeah, maybe just I, spot. I would do yeah. that. Yeah, um, and you you can't go buy a seat at Penske, so I'm not even going to try that. Um, so definitely, definitely Andretti. Um, and I, and I, engineer wise, that's very interesting. You're stealing I, Nathan like, away from, from Colton. I would love to work with, with Nathan, but also, you know, Michael Cannon, I still think is one of the best engineers yeah. I've worked with. I really like Michael a lot. And I think we, uh, I really wanted to win races with him cause I think he's good enough to do that. And we got on along at a level that's very, very good. Um, and even Andy, like Andy yeah. right now, my engineer at Indy, I would love to work with Andy again. I, you know, I, I think Andy was very, very smart and incredibly detailed. And I think, you know, you we do a season together. There's a lot, there potentially is success there. So I I, I like those guys. Uh, would love to work with Nathan. Um, would love to even uh, Jeremy Millis. I think is great. Yeah, clearly, I, I, Alex's engineer. I love Alex's engineer. A great guy, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we all spent the whole weekend in Austin, Texas, at the F1 race together last year. Like just a, a great dude, but also super smart. Uh, and I like the way he goes about things. So there's a lot of good engineers out there for sure. Um, but yeah, probably. You know, those guys. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Sharon Brochin at Sharon Brochin with Alexander Rossi announcing he's staying with Andretti. Will Silly season get more or less crazy, especially in light of Apostle McLaren SPM partnership? Should Marcus be worried? We've kind of talked about all of this already yeah. a little bit. Um, but I think it'd get, I think it, I'm not sure. I don't think Alex is re signing Andretti makes it more or less crazy. I think yeah. It's, I think it's going to be, 
crazy anyway. There's a lot of there's a lot of potential movement, a lot of potential new interests and new teams and drivers going different spots and things like that. But and like you said, there might be just guys that lose jobs as opposed to you know yeah. moving, moving somewhere else or anything like that because there just aren't that many seats. So exactly, there, there there's not unless you know. <laughs> I, I I think this off season could be exciting because of partnerships, but I don't think anyone's gonna. I don't know if there's going to be many added cars. Yeah. However, we we have to wait till the next engine deal. Right? 2021 is when I think it could get more exciting. Yeah. With you know another manufacturer, obviously, um, and and hopefully more teams. A third OEM would open things up in a big way. A third OEM de- certainly makes things very uh, even more exciting. So, uh, Jordan Brock <clears throat> at JB JB10. I think I combined a couple questions for him. So the first one is: Would a NASCAR All Star type event work in IndyCar? I don't think so. They're, we just don't have enough money like to wreck cars like they do. You know what I mean? Like they just destroy cars in an all-star race. It doesn't matter because they got 60 of them sitting at home. So, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. just – I mean, it would be cool. Yeah, it'd be fun. I was going to um, say, I think in, in theory it would be cool. I think it would be cool. Like I, like I would love like like another IROC race, like the IROC series back in the day. I think yeah. that was really awesome. Uh, I think that was super exciting. And like if someone if someone got behind it, like I think Pontiac did, weren't they like Firebirds or something at one point? Like I don't know. Pontiac got behind it, but like look. Pontiac obviously doesn't exist. Um, but uh, but yeah, there, we, we would You're have right. to have to have something like that to where it would be covered like by a sponsor or like a you know by like a, a, a manufacturer, uh, and then it would be really cool. I would love that. I think it would be. Yeah. I think we talked a lot about. Uh, NASCAR IndyCar doubleheaders. Yeah, I, I would love to see something like that in terms. Oh yeah, like a like an IROC race, NASCAR IndyCar drivers. That would be great. Even whoever else. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get other people cool. involved, but I think that IROC. Would be, I think IROC was was something that would be more appreciated now with the social media and the internet, and then 100%. And the racing and like live tweeting and stuff like that. I think I think something like the IROC series would do would do quite well. Mike Zizzo and I were dreaming up a scenario where like it would be like there'd be like a fantasy draft where like guys were yeah. you, you could draft your own NASCAR and IndyCar drivers and start a little team yeah. and then, then you you race against each other It'd like be kind of fun. Yeah, we were we were having a little fun talking about that over lunch one day, so that was kind of fun. Can you expand a little bit on how different damper packages impact teams? Does it make the biggest technical difference between cars teams? Yes, it does because it's open. So, yep. Any you can spend 100 million dollars a year on dampers or you can spend zero. Because it is totally open development, um, and then you know, there's obviously it's not like you're reinventing the wheel. You know, right. it's a certain you know, it's a piece of the suspension that's very very important. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's differences per per package. Penske obviously build their own, but Penske obviously also manufacture dampers that people can buy. Not the are same. they the, are they the ones on the Penske cars? <laughs> the no, same. absolutely not. Um, you know, Olin's are involved. Uh, Team Dynamics, Multimatic. Uh, you know, there there's some people that you know are, are are involved on that side but yep. yeah i mean it, it is something you can spend a lot of money on mm-hmm. and there and 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 by and also with that are people that you can purchase you know to run them right, right. like you employ certain damper technicians and damper engineers um so yeah th- those are the biggest differences in the car yeah because because that is what's open so That's when you see the differences between consistent performances it's down to the mechanical grip being generated this is what and, you, and the driver being able to tell the team what direction they need to go on the setup every team every if you ask anybody why penske has an advantage anywhere they'll say dampers if you ask any team what they need to do in the off season to get better than they were the previous year they'll say develop the damper program it is penske yeah penske cars qualified one two three at iowa and when it comes to pure speed and pure control of of you know of of what the car is doing, they 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 absolutely deliver on some of the diff, most difficult tracks, some of the, like like yeah, Iowa, like Iowa, Detroit, not Detroit, Iowa, yeah, um, Iowa mainly. Iowa, yeah, I was <laughs> say Iowa's the big one for sure. Yeah, everyone else can get pretty close, other than that. 
David Huckleberry at Huck at Purdue. What's the fine line between Ray Hall blocking? We talked about this. What's yeah. the fine line between Ray Hall blocking Dixon and getting a penalty and Dixon pushing Felix to the sausage curb? And it's completely okay, in my opinion. Neither were blocking, and I love the racing. I also agree that neither were blocking. Okay, right? I, I think again. Yeah, they don't like there's a fine line. One thing where I'm like, ah, why did why is why did Graham get a penalty? Again? I would be more I mad if know. I were Graham. Oh, I'd be today, so mad, yeah, because or Monday because I would be looking at what Scott did and yeah. went, what in the heck did you call a penalty on me for? Exactly. That, so so that's the thing. I mean, it was a late move by Felix, but again, a racy move. It was about two inches from being a big crash uh, and wrapping a bunch of people up. Um, but that's racing, right? It's close. Yeah. It's tough. Um, I think there is a fine line between blocking, but until someone gets actually like wrecked because of it, yeah, I don't think they're going to call it. I think the only reason someone is going to get called for blocking is if you literally chop either the entire wing off of someone yeah. or you spin them out or, or something happens, then, then that'll be called. I would have been, like I said, if we were living in a world where Dixon's that the, the, it wasn't called this past weekend and it wasn't called on Graham, I'd be a happy guy. I, yeah, I think it, just happy. let him race yeah. and it's fine. I, the fact that there was that differentiation. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Bobby or somebody from Ray Hall called called oh, race yeah, control Bob's and, and went. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference? What happened here? Oh yeah, Bob's so. way in there. All right, uh, Dan Gallagher at Magna Reese Dad. Magna Reese. I think that's what I said. When do you meet with potential sponsors? When do you meet with potential sponsors? When you meet. God, why can't I? When read? you meet. Why can't partners? I read today? Do you know the number you need? <laughs> E.g. 300k gets me on the track at this race or do you take a proposed level of support back to a team to see what can happen with it i can't read i know exactly what each race costs i know exactly how much the season costs i know every detail because you have to right you have to know what you're asking for um and realistically some some teams are are different um you know some teams require a different level depending on how much support they've already got but realistically i know how much it's going to take to get in a car or create an entry and and you know that's what we got to work with so you go when you go to sponsors you say i need x for this oh yeah yeah for sure this is what we need we could potentially work with this number if that's all you can do but realistically that's going to get us this i mean every level i'm pretty familiar with now yeah i was going to say it's a lot of money yeah a lot i mean it is a lot of money what we're doing is expensive do you think every driver knows that or is it because you've been in the like the nitty-gritty of this that you have to know i don't think so because i think you know, there. I, I think every driver who's like on the sidelines probably does. Yeah, like Scott Dixon doesn't um, know how much every race costs. Not, <laughs> not a clue. He knows how much he gets paid per race. That's for sure. Um, but he doesn't have to. No, that's, what, that was my, to. that's my yeah. point. I wasn't. Yeah. There's not a shot at him. He doesn't yeah. need to know. I just meant. I mean, even guys like Alex and Hinch are like, "How much does it cost to?" Really? Do I'm like, "Oh, this." They're like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, "Yeah." You punch him when yeah, they ask you that crazy. question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough. Jared's but even Hinch knows, no. like Hinch's first year in IndyCar, like in 2011, like yeah. they didn't have the budget for he that, was, right? He yeah. had to, he had to get that. I mean, he he knows what it costs, and it it worked out for him. Right? Yeah. He got hired, did enough to do it, do his thing, and then once you once you're off and running, and you get hired like that by you know Andretti, then you're good. Like that's all. Like I, you know, that's why I keeps like I keep saying like all you know all you want as a driver is one season, right? Like if you know you can do it, like all you need is one year, with, one year with the best team, like one team, year with yeah. Andretti, yeah, boom, you're sorted. Like you, you can you can create a career for the next ten years. Yep. Jared Swain at Jared Swain. Do you think McLaren is a real deal coming to IndyCar? Do you think that Colton Herta would leave Harding Steinbrenner to join McLaren? I think Colton would leave. I mean that's that's a long standing relationship he's had, and yeah. it's very much tied to him. But I know that I mean George likes IndyCar racing, so I don't think he would leave. But I but you know is he tied to is he tied to Colton? I don't know. Um, 
I, I actually see George quite a lot here in Indy. Uh, great guy. Yeah, I like I really George like a lot. talking to him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I think Colton, if you as a 19-year-old are getting offered a certain amount of money, I mean, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. I'd I don't be, know. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't I, make, I think he would absolutely leave. I think so too. And I think the Harding Steinbrenner thing is such a, it's a, it's a, it's a very volatile situation. Yes. Apparently they're having, they're, I mean, like I said, it's no secret. They're having some financial yeah. issues. They're trying to sort them out. And right now I don't know that Colton, Colton needs to probably go to a place. He doesn't need that stress with right some now, financial security. And, and I don't know where that is. And maybe if they can find it at Harding Steinbrenner slash Andretti, then I think he'd be happy to stay. Yeah. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, this is plus Tony Kanan's nose at Tony Kanan's nose. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Connor, if you were Felix Rosenquist going for your first win, would you have been more forceful in the keyhole than he was, or do you give your teammate Scott Dixon room? Honestly, I wouldn't have gone for it in the keyhole. I think, I mean, Felix was, if Felix would have just waited. That's what Scott said. Yeah, yep. he would have got him. That's what Scott said. So so that so that so that's, you know, that's a tough, again, that's something that you can always judge as a as a post-race critic, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yes, I do believe that, that Felix could have got him should he have waited just a, a little bit. That's. But, man, if I'm going for my first win, there, there's not a lot that's going to stop me. However, Felix is with one of the best teams, and Chip is very opinionative. So you take out Scott Dixon there, I guarantee he gets fired at the end of the year. Yeah, that would, be, that would be bad. You fire off Scott Dixon. It doesn't matter if you're Ayrton Senna. I think you get fired. I, you know what I mean? I, I, I really do think that. So. You got to give Felix a lot of credit then Felix, for, very for racing the way he raced. Yeah, he yeah. pushed like he was pushing, but also not enough yeah. that to to ruin anybody's race. I think Chip burns your house down and fires you before the next race. Honestly, it's not because he could. I he can. So, you know, I, I he's got so so yeah. I, I think that's that is the potential. <laughs> uh, Backlash to you, to you. Do you think Felix knows firing that Dixon being off? there like you know six months I don't or whatever? Think he does not yet, <laughs> but I'm glad that he doesn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, I I like Felix. I don't like him. I, yeah, I would well, like him to keep his I, job. I, good guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. great dude. Okay, uh, Jim Saro at Jim Saro. It uh, it doesn't. It didn't look like Guess was on a car at Iowa. <laughs> uh, they weren't, and they're not. I don't think they're going to be on a car in the future. Is that a bad sign? Hey, for don't say that. I don't That's think... That's not nice. Okay. Is that a bad sign for getting Connor in, in another race? Robin Miller reported... Why am I reading that? Robin Miller reported Connor had some of his own money in 2018, Indy 500 deal. How did that work, and would he do it again? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you did. So, the, re, the, 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 guess, the guess deal... Guess isn't Capstone. Like, Capstone Turbine Company, they're on the car for Colton. Um, and that's that was part of the guess like introduction. Like they were all like working at it together. Guess is in a, a position right now where they are uh, working a lot of things for the future. Okay. Um, so I don't think they're going to be on a car again this year. But that but my contract is actually solely with Capstone. Right. So, uh, the, but Sean, I guess, is still you know still trying a lot to do a lot with with IndyCar and with me. You got a um, Sean who. Sean Lee of Guess. Of Guess. Okay, yes. yeah. So, gotta, yeah. so yes, doing a lot of good things there. Okay. Um, Make me more at optimistic least I hope about so. that. Yes, I, I have to be optimistic because he's 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 definitely helped me. So okay. I can't complain. I I meant for the rest of this year. I don't anticipate <laughs> seeing Guess year, on a car. I don't car. believe they're going to be on a car. I don't believe so. Uh, but either. you never know. You okay. never know what could happen. Okay. Um, and then uh, had some of my own money. It wasn't my money. It was a loan that I took out. So technically, it was my money. That's, I guess. A, that's, that's your money. Yeah, that's my money. Because you're uh, paying it back. I would assume. Dumbest thing I've ever done, honestly. And hate the fact that I cannot make a dollar until I pay that back. 
my company operates in the red, but <laughs> but <laughs> God. but that's okay because like realistically, when you look back at it, that formulated the relationship between me and the Air Force. And now if I if I have the Air Force for the next five years just doing the Indy five hundred, like I can still make a living doing that and I can still, you know, potentially have a great chance at the Indy five hundred every year. So so yeah, I think I think there's 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 a lot of things you got to be able to you got to be willing to take a chance yeah. in motorsport. Get and yourself. that was a big chance that I took. Yeah. And I hate it, hate it, hate every second of it because I'm like working my butt off and I'm like, well, my Subaru is going to break down. I'd like to buy a new car. Can't do that. You know what I mean? So like, it's one of those things that is annoying. But again, you got to take a chance if you're going to make it in this sport because it's very very difficult. Okay. So no, I would not do it ever again because I did it once. But <laughs> it, you, like you said, it did connect you with the Air Force, which seems to be a good relationship. Yes. Yeah, it was big. Okay. Big. Uh, Chad Russell, Chad Russell, three sixty six. What happened if your what happens if not talking about me? What, what happens, happens if, if your blood, blood sugar, sugar gets low during a race? Uh, well, we have a drink bottle, so all the all the drivers have drink bottles. Mine's got uh, sugary beverage mix in there. Um, can't obviously say what beverage that is because I don't have any sponsorships with Gatorade, Powerade, or whatever any of those sports beverages are. If you'd like to sponsor me, please let me know. Would like to have your sugary branded beverage in my drink get, bottle. Get a Gatorade in there, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll be a Gatorade guy. Uh, or anything of any nature. So yeah, uh, definitely have that. <laughs> All right, the um, next question I'm going to skip here. Okay, yeah, because F1 holic and Maston at Maston Jones, we appreciate it, but we've talked about the blue flag. Blue flags, uh, we've yeah. talked about it. Thank you. And at uh, thank you for asking those questions. Yes, we appreciate you asking. And like I said, hopefully you got sufficient <clears throat> answers on them. And at A Hilaski, the steering wheel discussion last time was really interesting and made me wonder about what other aspects of the cars are not considered spec. Yeah, so I was actually talking with some of the Andretti mechanics about that over the weekend because I was like, the Carlin steering wheel is very, very different from yeah, theirs. And they're like, they're thing, like, yeah. oh, no way. What is it like? We've never seen a stock steering wheel because they've always built their own wheels, right? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, Penske, obviously, if you notice, their wheels are like super beautiful looking. They're just like very high quality Penske of course they stuff. Uh, and Dixon still uses an old wheel. Like Dixon still uses a steering wheel um, because that's what he likes to do. <laughs> so, you know, so, so there's a lot... There's a lot there that you can do. Um, again, not considered spec, uh, the dampers. Like if you go and look at, if you go in the garages and get as close to the cars as you can, like have a look at what the Penske dampers look like on yeah. the Penske cars and then have a look at like what some of the other people are using. And sometimes you'll even have Penske dampers on the front and potentially Olin's on the rear. Like really? some people will run a combination. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, so there are a few differences there, but uh, realistically inside the car, um, you know, as well, we have a different, the Carlin car actually has a different brake bias adjuster as well that I've never seen in an Indy car before. Um, and, uh, but again, that's, again, it's something that like is, is not bad, yeah. right? Like it's not a bad thing. It's just done differently. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, and it works fine. Everything works well, but every, you know, everyone has a little bit of a different thing. So again, I'm probably not allowed to say so that. You should stop talking about I, Carlin cars. I, I, I Again, I'm just an honest guy. I don't think it's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm I just agree trying with to you, but I don't explain get... to people. I'm probably going to get in trouble. I don't want you to get in trouble. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to I give know, you the don't I, talk about thing. it. Like it's not this, these are not bad things. I'm just telling you the actual differences. I know. Okay, let's let's erase. Let's pretend in our brains that I didn't say any of that. Just go look at each car. There are small differences. It's like one of those Where's Waldo things. Yes. You know what I mean? Go in there and just look. But you look, have a trained eye for that. See kind of some stuff, things obviously. in the cockpit that you're like. Oh, that's different. I don't see that on a Penske car. I don't see that on whatever. And it's all, you know, it's all because we're all trying to be the best that we can be. And sometimes, you know, we can do things differently. You're going to do them because why not? I want you to be honest, Gunner. I just don't, I don't want you to, I know. I don't want you to I, get I, in I trouble. Just, I, again, one, I, as soon as I think of that, I'm like, well, crap. Now am I going to get in trouble for this? I don't know. I think it's all positive. Carlin does a great job with what they're doing. Okay. They're a new team. 
They are. They're doing, I, they're doing I, great things. I think so too. But I just, like I said, I get worried. They're doing great. I get things. worried you're going to get yelled at. And I don't. There's want that. no negativity. Duncan Idaho. Oh, yeah, Duncan Idaho at Gorgo Nops SSF underscore SSF. How worried should Marcus or Felix be that new drivers are being tested at SPM and Ganassi? Is this routine? Not worried. Sho- not worried? Okay. <laughs> Is this routine shopping around a serious step toward replacing them in 2020 or either team toying with a move up to three cars? So no. So that we 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 mentioned it briefly, but the teams get an extra test day if they run yeah, uh, like a rookie, especially a guy from Indy Lights yep. like Oliver. Um, Definitely not looking at replacing Felix, I don't think. Uh, no. Unless he takes out Dixon, then, he, then, yeah, then, then, yes. then he's being replaced. <laughs> uh, Marcus, obviously that situation I think is fluid because there's uh, you know a lot going on there. But yeah. I don't. But again, I don't know why you. Get, I don't know why you all of a sudden bail on Marcus. I mean, the guy's done a good job. He's been on the podium yep. for you know in his first year. So, um, so yeah, I think that's just you know you got to test people, right? Like no, no one really knew that Alex Palou was testing in Bordet's car. Bordet's not getting replaced. Let me tell you that. Um, no, it's extra test day. I mean, it's a big it's benefit for these teams. Day. Yeah, it and, helps the team. And you get to look, and, take a look at a young kid. Yeah, and you get to you know potentially see what's going on there. So I don't yeah. think there's anything. Yeah, like I said I, I don't necessarily think testing young guys means somebody's in danger, their job's in yeah, trouble. No I think it's just danger. smart for teams to do it if they can. Yes. Um. So that works out well. All right, a few more questions here, and then we will uh, sign off for for a few weeks. Yep. Actually, Ryan Hoff at the at the Hoff. What are the chances that Connor drives in the IMS eight hour endurance race next year? And is there a road course layout in IMS that would be better? <laughs> Uh, than is used currently for the Indy GP. I kind of like the road course for the GP. I like the road course for the GP as well. Um, could you honestly, roval? I could, it would make sense that an IndyCar driver or a guy from Indiana would get a chance at the IMS 8-hour endurance race next year. However, have you asked around that it? is an international series. Do they like Americans? Probably not. Um, you don't got connections over there? But that's, but that's the thing, right? Like all Again, that stuff all costs money, right? Unless you know the right person who can get you in with a team or unless you know a team that wants to actually – you know, have some sort of a, uh, a a social media, you know, event or a lot of popularity, obviously, because, like, guess what? It's my hometown. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, I would love to drive in the IMS endurance race. I think that would be really cool. be a new era for this, for what's happening at IMS. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I think the IMS road course would be would be really good. Serious question. Or the IMS or the NDGP. You know the guy who runs IMS pretty well. Could he could he help you? No. No? No, because that's his job as president is to not get, you know, people in cars he doesn't introduce you to it it would sell tickets for his event well, so what he saying. would love that if he, he couldn't introduce <laughs> you to a team that's running the endurance race it could potentially sell tickets for his event which would be great but no he he, he has to walk a political line okay. obviously because he you know all these people think oh well you know doug can just get you in race cars well, it's like have I, I been in race cars <laughs> I, <laughs> have they, I if i if i could use doug i would what i meant if you if you meant like making an introduction here's a team that might be looking for a little publicity but, while but they're doug here doug doesn't even know those teams though either. he doesn't know them that no, well i mean that's, I mean, that's okay. an international series okay you know? so yeah okay all right, Rich at Hale Yost ninety eight. Should race control be more aggressive when issuing the? Oh, we just had this question. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you, Rich at Hale Yost ninety eight. Yes. Please, please continue <laughs> sending questions. But I think yes. I think we answered that question. McNasty at Raider Two Bearcat. Have either of you been to the IMS basement? I yeah. haven't. You haven't. I have not. Oh, I hope you get to go sometime. I've, I've been a couple times. I've been in talks. There's deals. There's deals yeah. being worked Very out. Very cool basement. That's what I I've mean, heard. It's amazing. Whew, lots of stuff there. That's just like, man, this is crazy. Well, it's there's not just racing of, stuff too. Can, from what I hear, you it's can fun. A couple race seasons with what's going on out there. You think they ever offer? Like they don't offer tours, right? It's not like for no, the public. It's, it's closed. Yeah, they should though. People like the last time I went down there, I think was with the was with the CEO of Amazon Web Services. So like, really, he, the guy like forty million dollar a year guy, like but but has been coming to the Indy five hundred for like twenty for, years yeah. and like. 
Doug somehow or somehow someone got a hold of him and uh, super nice guy obviously asked him if Amazon could sponsor an IndyCar. <laughs> yeah. Clearly they have not. They have but, not. They but have they not. could have, there were they have enough Ganassi money in 10 ago. minutes to uh I don't know why they don't. Me. They got a big fulfillment warehouse not that far from here. It's, Ugh, a lot of people work it. for Amazon. Tell me about it. Yeah, I have not been, I, but I plan to. I, yeah. Yeah, I've talked to some people about it. I'd love to go down. But I, apparently, I'm not allowed to bring a camera. Of what I've, no, yeah, you can't I'm take not, pictures. That's yeah. what I've been told. Yeah. So, okay. I'll You're have to take a lot of notes. I can't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Myers at GTR365. The abnormal context of this occurrence is that a P1. Oh, man, we got more. Yeah, th- but this is, but that's, you want to brings up an interesting Go ahead. Go ahead then. So the provisional podium cars were slowing the progress of the lap cars. That's what you're so saying like, about Scott. Who must relinquish the? Yeah. So that. So again. Yeah. Very like that. That makes it so hard because you're like, as a lap car, you're like, oh, these guys are terrible. But it's like, oh wait, we're actually fifteenth. But, but that's that's part of racing. That's why IndyCar is such close racing because at times people will be struggling and other times people will be doing well. Yeah. So, um, again, I think. The leaders obviously have to take priority for sure. Okay. The lap car guys, I mean, unless unless you can stay ahead of the leader, you're not gonna be able to fight with the leader, right? Okay. Unless you can stay ahead of him, like, or or really pass him safely, like you're you're out of the game. Yeah. You're out of the game. I think. Well, Scott again. Scott was very clever in the way he used lap traffic to his advantage. Yeah. It was smart. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not saying that other drivers wouldn't have done it. Yes. But he did it. He did it very well, and it kept Felix from getting to him quicker. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to read this last question. We addressed it. I just thought, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you wanted to. I thought maybe you'd want to address it, but we did. Oh, yeah, there was. There's one. There's always one guy, right? Yeah. One guy who uh, who doesn't like. I actually either think this is a joke or it's like a fake account. Maybe I, was, it is. I did a lot of research on him. It oh, did you? Yeah, you got nothing. On. Nothing's going on there. Okay, good. This guy. Yeah. Anyway, this is the, this is the victim thing. Yeah. So we're not going to. Like I said, we don't so, need to get into it. I have a better question. Just don't have to listen to us. When are That's, you going to be? I, if you don't like it, then don't listen, <laughs> and I, I will not care at all. I mean, I, I love all of you people that are listening to this. That is wonderful. But if you don't like me, I don't I don't mind. Yeah, it's okay. Like, you no, know what? Not everybody I'm, has to like I'm, everybody. I'm still getting employed to drive race cars, so you're going to have to deal with me. <laughs> That's a shame. What are your next two weeks looking like before we go to Pocono? Well, I'm literally leaving in an hour to go to Road America okay. uh, for the uh, Lamborghini Super Trofeo uh, series Very again. Nice. Uh, I am missing James Hinchcliffe's wedding because uh, I obviously couldn't find a friend with a plane. Uh, that's very very annoying. Um, I will be I will be so mad all weekend because Alex FaceTimed me last night Rossi at twelve thirty in the night, and I had just landed from Las Vegas. James was wearing a crown, uh, a Golden King's crown, and a cape, and they were obviously out celebrating the fact that James is getting married. And I was really upset that I'm, I was not there. I'm so. sorry. And Tim was there too. Tim Durham, obviously. The, oh yeah. The, the whole podcast team was there off track with Hinch and Rossi. Oh, that's very good. I forgot about Tim. Tim was yeah. very heartbroken by the way that he did not land the 27 car ride uh, yeah, for next year. I would so. be too. Tim. Apologies. I would our, be too. Heart, our hearts are broken for Tim. Yeah. I thought I thought he had a good shot at well, it. We'll see. He's he's been talking to McLaren. <laughs> I know. Talking so, to McLaren. So yeah. we'll see. Tim. Tim. Good luck, man. Tim Durham. Good we're, job. We're cheering for you. So yeah, I, I got a FaceTime last night. That made me very angry that I'm not there uh, because it's a week off. Like IndyCar's got two weeks off, right? But I'm going to the Lamborghini race. You got to race cars. I understand the importance, but this is also life importance. Um, so yeah, very difficult to accept the fact that I will miss. What time is what time is your wedding? race? It's like two thirty on yeah. Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. and his wedding's at what? Like six p.m. on Saturday. PM. Yeah, yeah. So I how- would only make it with a plane. That's it. You cannot drive. You can't. Well, can you? Can you just? Well, where's he getting married? I mean, general- Mus- Muskoka, Ontario, like very far away. <sighs> yeah, you'd have very, to. Very far you couldn't get there for the end of the party if you drove. No, no, I, I would have to drive around three Great Lakes essentially. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 
You get a boat? No, I cannot <laughs> get a boat. <laughs> no one is boating me across <laughs> Lake Michigan. Can Mar- Mario bring you his... Uh... Ultralight? Yeah. yeah. No. All right. So, yeah. So, next two weeks, try and figure out if I'm going to be an IndyCar driver again. It's going to be then, um, wild. And then, yeah, race to Lamborghini this weekend. Okay. So, yeah, man. A lot going on. So, that second week. So, you're going to be there this weekend. Next, The whole next week, are you are you off for the most I'm part? I'm off. Yeah, I think okay. I'm back. Uh, yeah. Well, I might I text I'm you. If, if, there's, if there's happening. a lot of silly season stuff to talk about, I'll text you. I don't think there will be. You don't think so? No. I think you're wrong. Not in two weeks. Sure. <laughs> We'll see. All right. We'll Jim see. knows something that I don't know. No, I so don't. Stay tuned. I tell you all the things Big I know. Journals. Doesn't doesn't go back and forth though, does it? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it's different. I know. You have a job. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> all right. We appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back probably, like I said, in two weeks or, or three weeks, I should say, after, after Pocono. Pocono. After yes. Pocono, we'll talk about that race. We'll probably have plenty of silly season things to talk about then. Thank you for listening, and sorry that you can't make uh, Inch's wedding.